It's time for Two Sticks and a Stone. And here's us moving your arm where it's still cut open. I feel like I'm talking to like a heavenly figure right now. Sinner. It's a Bill Has a good name. Kind of hurts. It's like a problem. Don't squeeze me. I'll fart. The peppermint butler is like a Satanist, and so he can open up a dimension to hell. Like, they put a needle through my fucking lip. Like, what do you think? Oh, everybody, thank you for coming back once again to another episode of Two Sticks and a Stone, where our favorite way to respond when you ask on what we want to do is, oh, a little song, a little dance, Batman's head on a lance. (laughs) I'm Jeremy Shaw. I'm Liam Flynn. I'm Kirk Felberg. What up, guys? Uh, mostly the same old, same old. Um, my dad has surgery, though, so that's... Yeah, you handled all that shit today, right? Yeah, I brought him down to his doctor for a little catch-up on it. Um, well, not the surgery today, but his was like yeah, a check-up. Yeah, because yeah, he was too uh, drugged up post-surgery to really get the rundown. <laughs> um, everything went pretty well. Um, he explained that, like, this bigger concern when he did it was the uh, bicep tendon. Um, basically the bicep tendon is supposed to look like a rope in the sense of like all like the strings are like wrapped together, you know? Mm-hmm. And it looks like somebody had cut a rope with like a frayed thing or a dull knife. And so it was like all frayed everywhere. That's what his that bicep tendon looked like. Oh, it just sounds painful just describing it. Dave was saying that the surgeon showed him pictures of what his surgery looked like because they took video. Yeah, of it. same with dads. Yeah. And it was he said it was absolutely disgusting because they had to put new <laughs> like a, a new kind of like fake tendon in there. Yeah. And he said it looked like like wire mesh. And he was like, he's like, it was like, and then here's where we thought we were going to have problems. But then this was fine. And he was like, oh. Ah, like he just couldn't look at it. He said it was too disgusting. And he's it. like, and here's us moving your arm where it's still cut open. And they're like moving the tendons back and forth to make sure they work. And he's like, ah, ah. so yeah. And well, yeah, it's weird about that stuff too. Is like, they do it like the surgery in the arm with a camera. Like they don't actually see it. They're just looking through the camera. Yeah. Like, that's so crazy. Like it's even, I feel like I'm talking to like a heavenly figure right now because of the glare from the window like i literally can't see you all i can see is trees and branches and then your return of the jedi (laughs) t-shirt nice that's all i can see i mean it's worthy of it but yeah so it sounds like it went well um all those tendons they pretty much put back together um one they said it was pretty deteriorated so that's really just going to be a time thing see what happens with it it might or might not fix itself but yeah otherwise like a Doctor seemed pretty happy with the surgery. So and how good. old is he? 58. So, yep. What did they say was the cause again? Like just it's time? From, it's from his accident. Oh, from the accident itself. Yeah. Okay. So he had the back issue. And so, but he also got the arm problem at the same time, but he thought it was one thing because they both happened together. Okay. So once they solved the back problem, then they found that there was an arm problem. And that's why the, like the bicep was so fucked was because after all this time of thinking it was just the back or something right right yeah yeah and you guys uh you mentioned that you guys finally finished uh clone clone wars, wars right yeah the series finally so we i think that was like close to a year of watching that just nice. on and off but we finally what's the, what's next on the list then now that you guys are done with that is it gonna be dexter or is it gonna be something she else she really wants to watch season three of the sinner 
Um, it's a really good show. You guys would like it a lot. What What's that on? It's on Netflix, or it's being streamed on Netflix. Um, Sinner. It's a uh, Bill has Pol- a good name. It's yeah. Bill Pullman. Who that is? No. Uh, he's the president in Independence Day. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. He, uh, okay. he he's a detective, and every season, each season's like a mystery, and so, but they're like really out there mysteries. So, like the first season, I think it's Jessica Alba, um, like is on a beach with her husband and hears a song and sees a guy and just murders him brutally, and she doesn't know why. Are any of them based on any true stories? No, they're no, all fictional. No, and then the second season, like this kid just like kills his what you think are his parents in a hotel room and he's like eight. <laughs> so you're just like, well, and then like that just keeps unraveling until like, there's like a cult and it's just really fucking crazy. Yeah. So uh, every season's like completely different. So we're excited to watch season three of that. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds sick. Yeah. What you Kurt? Uh, nothing too much. Just been doing the same shit. Uh, I fucking like, I realized something like the other day that kind of sucks. So like when I'm recording my like YouTube videos, um, I finally watched some. Oh, what'd you think? Oh, <laughs> good job. Thanks. Yeah. I subscribed too. Um, it was good. Thanks, dude. Uh, which I, one did you watch? I mainly watched the, um, the same one Jeremy was talking about because I had a reference to it. I know you said the, wa- I couldn't remember which one you said to watch, but I remembered oh, yeah. that the Jeep one was the one that he would talked about. So I made yeah. sure to watch one that we could all know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, fair enough. Um, yeah, I uh, I realized that on my controller, so on the way the PlayStation 4 controller works, the trigger pushes into like the silicone piece, which like pushes up against the sensor and that's right. how it, and uh, the silicone piece on mine was like ripped in because I'm, I mean, I'm kind of hard on the trigger, like when I'm in racing games, because it's so like, like intense, like I grip the controller too much, like I like it kind of hurts. It's like a problem, uh, and I, so I ripped through the uh, the sil- silicone piece. So I realized this whole time that my controller's only been registering at eighty percent usage when it's fully depressed, and I figured that out like yesterday. And I also found out some other trick that I hadn't been using in that motocross simulator game, and uh, so I put those two together and like. I'm so much better at like riding in that game now and I'm fucking pissed because I have like 300 hours in that game and I've only been playing like at 50% like capacity because of these issues. Can you just, I, you can just, down, you can just delete those videos and I mean, I could, but I guess I'll just leave them up because you know, whatever, like there was a <laughs> trick I used to get past it because I noticed it was a thing. I just didn't notice why it was happening. Right. I thought it was the game until I realized it was a different game it was happening in. But anyway, so I'm fucking like salty about that, but I guess I'm glad I figured it out. <laughs> um, but other than that, I've been watching a little more Dexter. Um, so we can talk about that later. We forgot to talk about it last episode, but right. Um, and then also I've been watching uh, a lot of Adventure Time. Did you ever watch that show? Um, I, I just started that a bit with Ali a bit too. Nice. Like, I watched. Like I watched it episodes. one time. Yeah. And I watched, watched one episode, episode, which is the first episode. And it was okay. Like I didn't fall in love with it. So mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things. that's a slow burn. Um, at least that's what I've been told is that's a slow burn. Yeah. I just remember kind of like chuckling a little bit. I was like, uh, uh, that's fucking weird. Uh, uh, that's fucking weird. Like just the whole episode. And then I was telling Liam, like at the end when the guy's like, don't squeeze me, I'll fart. And then like that made me crack up. Like it was the last like four yeah. seconds of the fucking show of the episode. Dude. And that made me laugh. And so, um, there's yeah, and Liam's been trying to get me to um, 
what's the the lumpy, the lumpy space princess l- yeah lumpy space princess he's <laughs> like, you, he's like you gotta watch it just for her even and he's like you'd probably like that and i remember her from, guys. <laughs> from the the one episode but yeah so Dude, i haven't looked into it it's one what of those shows like was it clone wars you were saying where it grows with the audience or yeah. was it rebels uh, that you were talking about when you said that no clone wars it starts out really kitty and by like the end it's pretty adulty it's exactly how adventure time is because it gets fucking dark. Like that's what I've heard too. One, like, I know Finn loses his arm at some point. Yeah. Well, dude, there's one part where you find out that the peppermint butler is like a Satanist, and so he can open up a dimension to hell. And like Jake and Finn go down there, and they have to have a death metal off with the devil. And like <laughs> the devil's like actually like screaming and shit. Like isn't the like devil legit. what's her name's dad? Or is that somebody else? Well, there's a couple. This was actually death, I think. But there is, okay. yeah, there's, but Marceline, her dad's literally the, like, the devil and like shit like that. But like, and also going back to that quick, like the last four seconds of the episode, it's a reoccurring thing. And like, either it's really funny or it's like super fucked up and like kind of dark. And it just leaves you on it like a, you're like, oh, what? Oh, the so fuck? every episode does that, you mean? Yeah, kind okay. of. Like, it, it's an yeah. abrupt end just very abrupt Interesting. like okay. sometimes like if especially if you're watching it high sometimes like it'll be like this weird trippy episode and at the end it's it'll be like what if i am the universe and then it just ends and you're like what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> good yeah it's I'm good high right now <laughs> jesus but Down my mind. yeah so that's pretty much uh you said you're getting tattooed to. soon right then yeah tattoo yeah two days wednesday i'm going in so or wait yeah so yeah, two days what are you getting um, done so I'm getting sweet tooth right here, which I'm pretty stoked about. Kind of like just his, his head bicep. though. Yes. Yeah, my inner bicep. Um, but I'm getting like kind of just his mask with like, I found a pretty sick picture. Like maybe I'll show it to you later. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to get that done. Uh, but I'm not excited because I've heard of like the inner bicep hurting a lot. It hurt for me. But I think the wrists hurt a lot and you've had both. So what are your, you know, it's funny how we've each had one, but not the, yeah, like the separate yeah. ones. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think because it's also different. If it also depends on whether they're doing line work or if they're doing shading, how much dragging mm. they're doing across the skin, well, like I've that kind of stuff. That's true. Line work and shading. So that so depends. Far. But I remember my wrists like not feeling good at all, especially this one because of how close to the hand it got. And oh, yours yeah. are still pretty high up. Mm-hmm. Like yours are still right about here. And I got all that inner part filled in, and especially over those veins right there fucking yeah. sucked ass yeah but I'm i remember the inside <laughs> yeah, of my too. biceps like hurting as well so i i, I don't like know it just like, sucks either way <laughs> yeah like i, I it, that happens a lot where people like uh, like i hate the fucking question of, like did that hurt yeah i get pissed yeah. you know it's the same One thing time? people see my lip ring and they go did that hurt I'm like they put a needle through my fucking lip like what do you think i had like, yeah. a guy ask me if um when i got tattooed i bled and i was like, like yeah what <laughs> yeah yeah, it is weird. <laughs> I will say, actually, up here though, it does kind of feel good when you're getting tattooed. Like it's like that that good pain. Whereas like down here, it does like actually hurt, but it still fucking hurts regardless. Just one yeah, hurts better. No matter what, <laughs> it it doesn't feel good. I just yeah. really yeah. enjoy the end result. Yeah, the inner yeah. when you do your um inner bicep, like the coloring aspect is probably what's really going to hurt, or the shading stuff. The line work is not going to hurt as much. It will, but yeah. everybody's different though. Cause I've met people that they get line work and it's excruciating for them, that's but then I, they get shaded in and colored. And because it's, it's spreading that pain across the, the skin, they're completely okay with well, it. I, then with like me, I can do line me. work and I'm like, no problem. And then when they start coloring it in, I'm like, Mm-mm. 
I see. Nope. Uh, so far, like I haven't this. had color obviously yet, but like for the shading, I I love the shading over line work. Line work is like a bitch to me. The shading and the color is the same feeling. It's not okay. like it's it's the same kind of strokes. They're just using color instead of. That's what I figured, know. but yeah, still so, the bigger needle. Yeah, from what or I understand, more it's the same the same fat one movements. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, no. So I'm pretty stoked to get that done. Uh, what have you been up to? Same. School, work, nice. kids, still trying to uh, fight for my son and try to get him to stay here and uh, trying to make that go in any way that I possibly can so that that works out because he's a lot happier here. Um, yeah, no, there's that. And I'm 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 getting tattooed on Wednesday. So, so the same day. Yeah, same day. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, 30 days. Mine's going to be <laughs> just a bunch of fill in work. We're just going to try to fill in the arm as much as we can. So um, I want, um, I thought I was going to be okay with this arm not being completely saturated. Yeah. Because this it. arm is 100% yeah. saturated. Mm-hmm. There's no skin showing. Um, so, well, except for, um, except for, uh, two face, yeah, this part of two face is the yeah. only thing. And the only reason why we decided to do that was because my skin gets so pale during the winter mm-hmm. that it looks awesome. Yeah, so I, I enjoy enough. that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I, now that the, this one's not, this one's going to be like 97%. Like that three or 4% is kind of fucking with me. I'm like, I don't know if I like, so I may have him just, I may pay extra and just have him just keep coloring and filling it in and filling it in. Like with this one, he took um, the um, kind of the, the, the Batman's cape and kept wrapping it around underneath. And that's what all this blue is. And also mm. the, the, the ice from Mr. Freeze mm. going around. So with this one, I think I'm going to have him do the same thing, but with the sand and then make the sand mm. in different colors and then keep wrapping that around or something. I'm not sure exactly. Yeah. That'd when, be I, sick. when I get my uh, shoulder done connecting the star destroyer to the rest of it, I want to get like space, but like the cosmic colorful space. Right. But then also some um, asteroids that are getting shot and blown up. I thought it'd be pretty sweet. Right. But yeah. My Let's next see. session, I think he's mostly going to work on my uh, star destroyer and like filling in that stuff, but I really want him to start working on down here as opposed to my shoulder. I want to save that for later. I really want down here done first. Dude, yeah, I, I would definitely get the forearm and the wrist on first being that we're getting ready to go into summer mm-hmm. and that's your driving arm, because when you get your lower arm done like that, like no matter what you do when you're driving, like what we do for a living, you, you can't to keep sun. it out of yeah. the sun. Yeah, exactly. Like it's just always sting. So you're always like, <laughs> like trying to put your arm over your head and whatever, because you can't let it sit in the sun even for more than 10 minutes or it can get like heat yeah. rash and all that other shit. So yeah, I totally agree. I would totally get that shit done first, at least the line work or whatever you can before it starts getting super hot. Yeah. Love to see what or the switch arms. It just depends. Sometimes he gets a shitload done in a session and sometimes it's not as much as I hoped. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, he's established now. So hopefully it should be a lot easier since that, that last time I went, he was just barely trying to get set up, but yeah, cool. All right, ready, and then we'll work on the X Men number eleven. Oh yeah, your leg. leg. Yeah, what is that cover again? Um, I can show it to you real quick. I've got a a, a picture of it on my phone, but um, it's my favorite. Um, uh, when Jim Lee started doing the X Men in the early nineties, um, which is another way, th- another reason that I uh, fell in love with X Men comics was because of Jim Lee. Um, let me see here. It's under. There we go. Um, it's just my favorite. Um, I guess cover that's just got like all the X-Men on there. And I really love the way that they're drawn and stuff like that. I'll see if I can get this to. There we go. 
Oh, okay. Uh, so it's got Gambit okay. and Rogue and everybody in there. And yeah, that was one of like first Jim Lee's like first things of, and I love like Jubilee just sitting there on her head on her hand, like looking like she doesn't give a shit, like a teenager, like all of it just fits mm-hmm. their characters really well. So we're going to try to get that um, stretched around my leg. And then I think I might get the X-Men symbol like right on my kneecap. Mm-hmm. That'd be, and then be cool. the other leg will be like completely. Yeah, sword. I want to get um like the event the Captain America shield, but instead of the star, the Avengers A. Like you've seen that logo before, right? Mm-hmm. I want to get that, but then I somehow want to also incorporate the X Men or at least Wolverine. So I've thought about maybe getting his claws, like claw marks across it or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, I'm trying to figure something out like that, but I want that on my shoulder. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean. Dude. Eli's awesome. So you could even just give him like, I want, I want these X-Men and I want these characters, but I want them to all to kind of be symbols of those characters. And I bet he would come up with something that's pretty sweet, pretty badass yeah. that you could deal with. So I'm scared of getting my shoulder done the most like right here because I fucking like, it's an all numb right like here. This? And it has that weird feeling. Oh, cause you're a surgeon. Yeah. Cause I had surgery on my shoulder. And so like, with like, the skin's numb, but if I like scratch it, it sounds like Are a weird Are you ever like, going to have to get back in there or is there a chance you might ever have to get back into that? I mean, they said if it ever bothers me, but it hasn't. I don't understand. I didn't know about your shoulder. What, what yeah. surgery did you get? So I like back when I did wrestling in like high school, uh-huh. I broke my collarbone like really bad. And they, so you they broke did- it or someone else broke it like they like slammed you or something? Yeah, and yeah then- they slammed me because they like fucked up a takedown and uh, they like basically yeah anyway so it like really fucked it up too like to the point where it never broke out of the skin but you could like see it sitting there and one night i like it was before i had the surgery done when i woke up the next morning i had a scab on my skin and like blood running down my back so it poked out while i was sleeping Uh like yeah it was like pretty gnarly so i had i have like titanium in my collarbone now Jeez, well, I guess man. that's just something to consider. You're like part Wolverine, like yeah, not adamantium, but that's awesome. Yeah. That's something to consider because I know, like you said, it hasn't yet. But you're only like 24, right? Yeah, you got a life left. And I so mean, you, at some time they might have to cut into it, so you might just be careful yeah. where you put it. Oh, I mean, I probably wouldn't go over the scar. It's oh, not like, like the tattoo over the yeah. scar. Okay, like I probably wouldn't go over the scar because I'm sure I'm assuming they'd probably just recut over that scar. Yeah, just be aware of wherever it is, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's the the scar. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if if it still feels... How many years ago did you get that? Uh, Fuck. I don't know. Like... Several? Yeah. Like, it'd probably be close to 10. Yeah, if it's been that many years and you're not feeling any problems yet, I would say you could get tattooed over it. Yeah. Because like, by that time, you'd be old enough to where even if they cut into it a little bit, you'd be like, eh. And it's not like your tattoo artist can't tattoo back over it and fill back in those blanks that's after what I was thinking, it heals. Yeah. Like they can tattoo over scars. That's no what problem. I, was I just so, know it hurts more when it's over a yeah, scar. Yeah, Allie has some. But hit. if I can't already feel it, then. Yeah, I don't know. I've never been tattooed over any scars yet. So yeah, yeah. Allie has some hip problems and it's mostly on her left hip, which is where she got that big tattoo. And I was like, oh, I hope like you never have to have anything done. Well, they have I've to heard your yeah. dick hurts to get tattooed, but I've never, I would never, never had any scar. Neither have I. My brother's got it done. What? But, <laughs> hmm. Well, you've seen pictures of him. I'm sure you pictures of him. Like he's, know, my brother is just, a tattoo artist at Soulstone yeah. Tattoo. He's tattooed literally from like head to toe, like even on his head. He like shaved his head and bicked it. Like just those so he could like tattoo in our yeah, first. Yeah. Damn. They always stiff me anyway. Yeah. They got better about it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, they, they, they used to stiff me, stiff me a lot there too, but, um, 
Yeah. So he's, and, and he's got, I think it says like lucky girl or something like that. Mm -hmm. Something like that on, on his dick and like in cursive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that one. That makes uh, me feel weird. I'm roll. good. Yeah. He's also got the inside of his lip tattooed. And he's also got his eyelids completely tattooed. Eyelids freak me out too. It's yeah. fucking crazy. No. Like he, Ugh. on his eyelids, it says mama tried. Cause that's what he wants it to say when he's dead in a casket someday. On his <laughs> on his eyelids, so it says "Mama tried" across his eyes. I'm like, "Fucking Jesus, Jesus dude!" <laughs> so, and it's funny because, like, growing up, like, I can't say that he was like the pussy or anything, but I don't remember him being like super tough because I've yeah. known him since he was like five because that was when our parents got married. Mm -hmm. So he's like my stepbrother, but yet he's got some fucking tats in places where I'm like, mm -mm, nope. Yeah, <laughs> there's no way, dude. I would never get no. so he on my just face. shows it to me, and I'm like, ah, oh. it's um, like girls getting their clip pierced, and you're like, why? Yeah, why? Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> like any of that. But he's uh, really good at piercing, though. Too like he's he did my daughter's. My daughter's got one of those um, uh, nose piercings, like right mm -hmm. here. We let her get it. I think it was a year ago, a year and a half ago. We let her get it, and he did that for her at the at the tattoo shop, and he did a good job. So nice. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Oh, by the way, there's that picture I was telling you about with all oh, the yeah, curse okay. words hiding in it. Allie's working on a bunch of pictures that are just going to be curse words and all prettied up. Nice. That's so pretty she's sweet. done bitch and whore. She's working <laughs> on slut. Cunt. I think motherfuck or something like that. <laughs> Dude, Jesus. that's pretty funny. <laughs> Did I ever tell you guys the story that the actual she's gonna fucking kill me for this um if she, if she ever listens to this she probably will um the nickname for my daughter among my friends for many many years was slut mouth <laughs> told me <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that was my fault uh, like because all my my friends and i are just i mean, I mean we're all we're all fucked up and we, yeah. have, we have a weird sense of humor something happened at some point where we were making fun of uh, just women being whore uh, like exes being whores or something like that yeah and uh one of my buddies or me or something like that was like well your daughter's pretty cute she's five i don't think she'll be a slut mouth and we all just started laughing and we're like ah slut mouth so then for years <laughs> after that even to this day when i hear from one of my friends they'll be like how are you how's your mom blah blah and they go and they go, they go and and the slut mouth i'm like oh she's great she turned 16 like <laughs> <laughs> that's so and it's funny absolutely, and she still to this day has no idea which is good because yeah, yeah. i have yeah. to explain it to her but she knows my friends and i well enough Enough and she's seen us all joke yeah. and laugh. She, she might probably get it. She's heard some it. things you probably shouldn't be hearing even when she was young. So yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> she'll just grow up funnier. So right. Yeah, she'll have, just have a good sense of humor. She already does. That's dope. All right, guys. Well, should we get started? Yeah, sure. I guess we we bullshitted for for uh 19 and a half minutes. Yeah. So. yeah. Which is good. I like it when we have a little bit of natural conversation. Yeah, so. me too. Yeah. Right on. What are we jumping into first? Oh, uh, operation. What were you calling the uh, the comic book section? I keep forgetting what title it. <sighs> Let's give them comics to talk about. <laughs> Let's give them comics to talk about. Yeah, that's what it's called. All right. I'm typing it in so I remember. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, our comics for this week, uh, you caught up with the sword volume one and Completely we all read volume up. two. So um, I guess since you read both of them, go ahead and give us your quick little thought process. I have a lot to say. You sure you want me to go first? All right, Kurt can go first if you think it's going to be a lot. <laughs> All right, so. yeah. I'll However, if we can lower the blinds a little bit, that would be awesome because it's really weird talking to the sparrow that's in the tree right. yeah. when I'm trying to pay attention to you. Like even just a little bit. 
Kirk, you can go ahead yeah. if you want. Um, so I think that's good. I like that yeah, there's there like we go. Cunt in this volume. <laughs> that was interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I was not expecting that, but yeah, no, it was pretty good. Uh, We're talking about one and two, right? Yeah, or are we one going through one first and then, okay. Yeah, because well, we kind of talked about one a little bit, but yeah, so I'm probably just going to go into You can go into one more because we didn't really go in depth with it. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll go into one more. Just go into all I guess. of it. I guess yeah. I just remember all of it. So, um, yeah, I do like enjoy the gore. Uh, the art style at first, like you mentioned, it was a little weird and I didn't really notice until I like really started paying attention to the art style. And it is actually kind of whack. Yeah. It's, like the way well, they stand about sometimes. That, I'm, sure, but, I'm sure too. We talked about it a little bit. Okay. Um, but yeah, like it was good for the second one getting into it a little more because you kind of find out like a smidge more. But like also... I feel like I'm not as intrigued as I was mm-hmm. necessarily, but like it was still good. Like well, it's I not Batman, really so quick. we understand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't. I mean, I don't really have like too much to say on it. Like, so you're not moved by it, but yeah, like you're it's, okay it's kind with of it. like a lot of the same of the first one. It wasn't like so. Bedlam or any of the other stuff that or Injustice, where you're like, this is really fucking good. Like, yeah, you, yeah. you weren't, you're not hooked on like, it, I guess. Like I'm st- like I still am down to like read more of it, but I feel like the the kind of like shock factor is worn off just a touch. I would agree. I don't think yeah. it's because once you kind of know what she can do, it's yeah. like not as interesting because like mm-hmm. you're like oh shit. But like there's I some did, moments though. I think like I still enjoyed like some of the like torture parts. Like yeah, that well, and like one part I doing. thought was pretty dope was when her legs got cut off. Yeah, I was just about to say that. that and part she was like sick. tried healing, but they healed over. So then she had to tear the healed flesh off of her knees. Like, yeah. that was like that fuck. Like, yeah, yeah like, that some was that stuff sweet. I just forgot about. So I'm reading it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. But, I remember this. Uh, I remember I didn't enjoy this volume as much either. Yeah. So, um. But yeah, that was I still like the gore, obviously. So <laughs> oh, I'm you sure know, you did. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Every time I got to that part, I was like, oh, Kirk stuff. His his book's gonna get sticky. Yeah, <laughs> luckily it's just my phone. I'm not borrowing it. Right. <laughs> um, is, is it my turn? Yeah. yeah okay. I want to make sure I wasn't like interrupting you or going over or anything. Um, yeah. Like this is um, it, it's okay. Like I'm not yeah. I, I'm not thoroughly intrigued by it. Um, there's a lot of times where it kind of bored me, but um, like the character development is so fucking slow. Mm-hmm. like so fucking slow and that's the it's like it's hard for me so like i'll keep reading it if we assign it as homework because i do kind of want to see what happens mm-hmm. um but yeah so everything from like the beginning i kind of already knew so because you guys told me that like how she falls to the floor and then finds the sword and shit. Like yeah that. and like so that's the first couple um, pages so that was fine but like like i got tired like she's such a whiny little bitch like just <laughs> constantly fucking hey and it's like okay i get it like your parents are dead that that that's your family's dead but i would have liked to them go into that a lot more like it was just so abrupt it was like here's a family they're dead she's in a wheelchair like and they just kind of start going over little, that really quick every time i do reread it I'm and like, i understand that fast. we're learning more about her dad dimitri or dimitrius dimitrius <laughs> <laughs> um and like as we're going on as we're finding out more about the siblings and everything else which is cool but um i understand why they did that because then they can use a fuckload of flashbacks when she's like doing shit 
And that stuff kind of like, it's filling I, in like I agree bit. with like the legs cut off part. I was like, oh, that would suck having to tear off your own skin, pull your own legs back up and then heal that way. But when the thing was coming at her, I was like, in my head, I was like, fucking cut through it. Like we've watched mm-hmm. you do this with ice fucking yeah. cut through it your friend did it and she doesn't even know how to use the sword when she tried to break into the bathroom she cut through a big fucking wall of ice like cut yeah. through the ice and she was like no and of course she jumps she doesn't jump fast enough and it cuts off her legs and then it went back to the flashback of her being in a wheelchair i'm like oh of course we're gonna fucking tie it to this like yeah. what's it like to not have any legs oh i remember this when my sister told me you oh, <laughs> i'm helping you you're gonna learn how to use your legs and oh now i'm gonna have the strength to grab my legs and it's like the way they're tying it together is it's really predictable yeah yeah okay um i enjoy the um i enjoy the revenge aspect of it that that kill bill kind of a thing because i love those movies Mm -hmm. of where she's like okay these people killed everybody i know and everybody i love and i'm gonna go after them like that alone and her going through that vengeance is kind of what's carried me through because i'm like okay this is kind of cool um i also didn't like uh like i understand the um the relationship of the siblings I understand about how um, uh, I'm going to fuck up these names, but uh, Zach Kroos or yeah, the, Sue Kroos, the older brother. Um, and then and then Layla or, or Layla, that they were lovers at one yeah. point. Like, I get that. So that explains like they're tied together. But um, it felt like the writing kept repeating itself like over and over and over again. Like, there's no need like for, you there, said there's too. no need for you to mm-hmm. tell us what we already fucking know. Like, get to the story and get to moving on with the story. The throughout volumes one and two, they kept going. Well, of course she's going to be mad. We slaughtered her entire family right in front of her. And then several pages later, it would be like, of course she's going to come after us. We slaughtered her entire family right <laughs> yeah, in front of her. Yeah. It's like, well, we fucking know that. Like, get on with it. Yeah. Um, and then it was the same thing with her, where she was like, of course I'm going to go after them. They killed my entire family. Of course I'm coming after you. You killed my sister. And it's like, we we know that. Like, yeah. can we get to some other dialogue? So those are the kind of things that were just hard for me. And like the 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 battle between her and and Zachros, um the the water god um was cool. Yeah. Like that wasn't bad to watch, watching them kind of go back and forth and back and forth. And throw and people it's at her. Hard <laughs> yeah. too, because I'm trying, I'm trying to give credit where credit's due because it's gotta be hard to do a long fight scene picture by picture. Because uh, yeah. it's not nearly as enthralling as it would be watching in like live action. Yeah. So that's so, so I was trying to follow along with that and give them like that kind of like a handicap. I'm like, it's got to be hard. Like, cause I've never tried to draw that before. So that's got to be hard to do to like fight mm-hmm. by fight by fight, page by page. So, um, but, but that part was hard too. And there were certain things that I just don't, that, that didn't hit me quite right. Like when he made the iceberg of himself, right. Mm-hmm. And he lifts himself up in the air and I was like, Oh, that's a fucking badass move. And he's like, I'm going to fucking take the higher ground. I'm gonna do the Obi-Wan shit. And so, um, <laughs> so then she eventually gets up there on top, cuts off his arm. And then because he's throwing shit at her, those little fucking crescent moon things, the ice. Yeah. Yeah. She jumps off and goes the other direction. I'm like, you just cut through those three pages ago and went tink, 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 tink. Like it, it, it like, so that's kind of stuff that doesn't make sense to me. It's like, you're there, cut his fucking head off. Yeah. Like he's throwing these ice things at you. Tink, 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 slice head. But they, they, you can tell they wanted to drag it out for a reason. They wanted it to be a to big the like, epic battle. Yeah. And it mm. just, that it was hard. Cause that just felt too long. And I enjoyed the stuff. Like I, I'm not, I mean, I didn't enjoy innocent people dying, but I enjoyed her having to go through current grief 
where mm-hmm. she's watching other people get hurt that she didn't know when he was just like randomly grabbing people and throwing them into cars yeah. and all that yeah, shit. Yeah. And she was like, stop it, stop hurting these people. So that was cool. That kind of had me going, but mm-hmm. it was the same thing of like, um, you know, you'd watch him throw the spikes at her and some of them would hit her and it would cut her up and then she would heal herself. Right. And then like several pages later, he would throw some more at her again and she'd be like, clink, 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 clink. And then one would cut her. And it's like, okay, like, are we showing, like, are you getting better at this now or you're not? Because if you're getting better at it, then why couldn't you cut the big one in half? So it's yeah, just, that's it's a like kind of progression. Kind I'm of, just, yeah, that's the only saying. thing that I'm worried about. So yeah, the next one is uh fire. I think no, the um, first one was fire because that's the brother that already died. Oh, I see. Okay. So, so the whatever next the next one, one is, I believe is uh earth. So mm. the other brother, so if we, I, if well, we decide he, that we're going to read that one next and that, you know, I'll read along with it, but it just doesn't, same with you. It doesn't have me, I'm not like flipping pages, like, holy shit. Like, you know, let's get to, you know, yeah. let's see what happened next. Um, the guy that's with them that knows his dad's stories, I'm sick of his whining. Like, mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. Like, It he's, was okay for a little bit, but then he just got worse. Right. And it's the same thing. It's like, we, we get it. You don't want to be here. You're stuck in this, but. You know, maybe, you know, and maybe in the next issue, they have him fucking man up a little bit or something and that. Maybe that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Same thing with the artwork with me. It just looks lazy. Like no offense to the Luna's brothers, because obviously they're doing art for comics and I'm not. So I'm no one to fucking judge. Like my art didn't make it into any fucking comic books ever, mm-hmm. but it's kind of the same. They, he draws the hair the same way every time. And the clothes the same way over time. It looks, I was telling Liam, it looks like I'm watching an episode of Metalocalypse. Like it looks like that exact same <laughs> yeah. kind of artwork where the hair, the long hair is drawn that way and stuff yeah. like that. Um, that's what it felt like. But then when you look at the guy's background, all the stuff he's drawing in the background, especially like when they're in the cemetery, all the fucking tombstones have like detail on them and they're really beautiful and crisp and well done. The phone booth, when she's at mm-hmm. the phone booth, like those look really good. So maybe that's like this guy's, um, I don't know if it's a, a guy or girl, but uh, maybe that's this, this person's style. Is everything that's in the, the foreground. Brothers. What's that? I assume a guy since it's the Luna brothers. brothers. <laughs> right. You never know the Wachowski siblings. True, like, right. so, <laughs> um, but like, so I don't know if that's, this guy's style is everything that's in the foreground. He doesn't want to put as much detail to it, but everything in the background he does, where in most cases people put a lot of detail forward the and then character. less detail back. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's his, his way of doing it. So, you know, I'm not going to disrespect the guy, but yeah, it's hard when you're watching things that have been done by like Todd McFarlane and like some of these, you know, guys who can turn out just as many pages, but to put detail to everything. And yeah. then when you see something that's more blocky and cartoony, it just, yeah, it just, it didn't yeah, like, that's right why way. I said, like, I never quite knew how I felt about the artwork. Like, yeah. Like there's parts of it. Like I end up liking pages and images, but then like other yeah. parts, I'm like, this is really, I didn't, meh. yeah, I definitely didn't catch it on the first one, but the second one that that's really one. Like I noticed it, like one of the pages, it was like the back of like one of the girls like standing and like, I don't know. It, I just like looked at it. And I was like, that looks fucking weird. And then at that moment I couldn't unsee it for the rest of like, that it just like snapped. I was like, Oh yeah, yeah this artwork is weird. He would draw certain people talking to each other. And when they were talking to each other, he would put some pretty good detail as far as like facial features and, and like expression. But then like you were talking about one of the girls or whoever it was, was turned sideways and almost looked like he took a squiggly line and then just put eyes on it. And you're like, what the fuck did you hear? Like, so yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it really throws me off. Yeah. The artwork does. But yeah, like I, I would still read it. Well, it's up to you guys. Um, cause Jeremy got me contagion. I haven't started it yet. Um, but I can start it this week. 
Well, and it's, it's, it's thick too. Yeah. Like it's, it's thicker thick. than I remember when yeah. I, when I got it out of the box, I handed it to him. I was like, Ooh, this might not be like, it could be a weak read, but it's it might, probably it might not too, be. Just based on my time. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's one of those comic series too, that it's done. I think it's four, four or five different artists. So you'll see different artwork throughout oh, the entire okay. book. So it changes. That's kind of, and neat. I have to, I have to well, pick out which one's my favorite. If we but, yeah. want, what we can do is a movie assignment while I read that. So we don't have to like have you guys reading something while I read that. That's fine too. Yeah. Or if we keep reading the sword, like whatever, like I'll finish the series because like, I'm not going to like shit on something and not and, finish. And, and, I mean, but if you don't like it, might, it, it might get better. Yeah. But if, if it, you don't like it, it's the reason to not get invested into it. Yeah. But I've had that happen before either with movies or TV shows or something where at first I'm like, eh, and then it just started getting good. So I've been to me like, I'm Dexter. okay with finishing something. And then after finishing something, I can be like, ah, this is the sucked. Like I wasn't a fan. Um, and also just because I'm not a fan, it doesn't mean that like 30,000 other people didn't read this comic and think it was wonderful. So yeah, you know, it, it doesn't matter to me whether what we do, but yeah, um, eventually that would be nice to start putting into is some sort of like movie homework or something that I, I was trying to think of like a clever name for it or something like that too, where it's almost like I'm trying to give you guys some sort of like culture by like having you watch movies that you probably should have seen already, but you haven't because of your age and generation of like giving you guys like a bunch of eighties movies or some seventies movies, and then just kind of working up from there. Um, but I haven't thought of anything yet. Just like I haven't thought anything clever for like video games or, Mm -hmm. Um, anything else and maybe it's overthinking maybe video games doesn't need a clever intro can just be video games with kirk and then that's that's Mm -hmm. what it's supposed to be um but yeah so it's up to you guys but yeah integrating movies at some point would be cool yeah either movie assignment or the next volume or something because these are these are so fat like i was gonna read like part of it last night and then finish the rest this morning and i just read all of it last night because it's just it's really easy to go especially too because like two of the comics with the fight so they just had really big panels. Yeah. That so it was well. really because like, I read like some of it, like a third of it before today. And then today I took my dad to his appointment and I sat in the car and finished it. But I read it like before he was done. Yeah. His appointment right. was so fast. Was, well, and a lot of it too, like I said, was them repeating some of that same shit. There was yeah. times where I was like, uh-huh. And like went past it to the next page. I was like, I know what they're going to say. And then like, you know, was kind of yeah. skipping past some things a little bit. And then I was like, oh, we're getting some, some new dialogue. And then I would start like reading again. Yeah. So I, I finished the last seven pages, like right in front of Liam. Like we were at work and I was like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um. Okay. Well, real quick, like if we were to do a movie, what do you think would be a fun one to do? Oh my gosh. Um. I would say we start with Predator. Just because that's, that's something that he has, we can go from there and then move on to other ones. I mean, just in the eighties alone, we can do movies for fucking months. Like there's a lot. Yeah. Um, and I'll have to make sure like, uh, if you guys want to start doing something like that, I can just start doing some research and making sure that they're, yeah, I'll make a list and then make sure that they're streamable. Um, (laughs) I know that doesn't matter to you. Um, (laughs) Mr. Pirate. But, um, well, I have voodoo and I can always just, it's like right. Three so bucks, as long as it's something so. that we're not going to have to like pay five bucks for every time to like rent or yeah. in most cases, almost 90% of the time I'll have the movie Yeah, and I, might and I can even too. just pass it around between you guys and you guys can just do it that way if you want to, if it's not on streaming or something like that. But I think predator would be a, a an awesome one. one to start with okay. for sure. Right. So do you guys want to do predator or do you want to do the sword volume three? Doesn't matter to me. I'll Cause do if we either. do the sword volume three, I'll just start contagion. Or I mean, sorry, if we do the movie, I'll start Contagion. That's what I mean. Okay. I don't know. It's up to, it, it, it's with you guys. It's 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 fun, too. Like, um, do you guys think at some point that we'd be able to do like comic book 
movie album and report back to each other every week? Or do you think that's too much? Like, um, I know I can do it, even with my busy schedule, most of the time, except for when I look at a link and go, I'm not supposed to read that uh, and keep going past on an accident. More uh, podcast length time is more what I would be concerned about for you since we have like a limit. Right. Well, I mean, we have, you know, roughly two and a half hours whenever we start on time. But yeah, I mean, it's. I wouldn't be opposed to it if we can make it work. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, we can just, yeah. I can easily find a night. Um, okay. So then I guess if we're just trying to make a decision, let's just do Predator. Okay. And then next week we'll do volume three or, or, uh, yeah, do that. Something I'll, like that. And then, Contagion. And, then, and then you can get contagion to him. Yeah. And then maybe we can bounce off. Like maybe the movie thing can be like every, every other, other week or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool way we me. can do something like that or something. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Cool. 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 Um, well, other than that, Jeremy, was there any, uh, comic book related news or anything? Not that I saw that, you know, no. tickled my fancy. So, Alrighty. Or Fair I think enough. would tickle anybody else's fancies. Okay, cool. Well, I got a couple things, so we'll go on then and just get on into the muse. Uh, first thing up, uh, we're getting an Avatar The Last Airbender animated movie uh, from Paramount Plus on that new streaming service copying Disney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, done by the people who, the same people like, that who the created original. the show. So I saw that. Which that's exciting. Badass. I never really watched that whole show. I watched a little bit when I was really young and it first started. Oh, but it's so good. I, I wanted to. I saw so the things I need to get into. Well written, well, like even the martial arts in it is just fantastic. Yeah, you said that's the martial so arts good. you do, right? Two of the styles that they do in that show I teach, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. So yeah, that was pretty uh, cool. Bagua and Singi, which is uh, air and um, fire. Nice. Nice. The bad guys. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I mean, I didn't learn that because of that show. I was learning it long before that. I saw yeah. the movements and I was like, oh, fuck, I know what that is. <laughs> I saw a behind the scenes thing where they had the martial arts guys come in and they were talking about the styles that they use. And I was like, Oh, sweet. That's pretty sick. Uh, next, uh, Amazon's going to have a GI Joe series focusing on lady J lady J of all people. I don't know. GI Joe. Lady. I never got into that. Um, but she ain't all that cool. Uh, I mean, she's kind of cool, but, but it's the big thing to do right now. Um, but Eric <laughs> Olson, the showrunner for carnival row is going to create and show run the series. I don't know if you, if you watched that. I haven't seen it. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I watched the original G.I. Joe like cartoon when I was a kid. Um, the movies were OK. Like it was cool. Like uh, some of my favorite characters that I wanted to see um, fight each other, um, like having the ninjas fight each other and stuff like that. Like that was cool. But same thing. If you didn't watch those when you were a kid, you probably wouldn't give a fuck. Yeah, like, like I never, I, mean? like, I saw really... G.I. Joe growing up, like seeing it around, but it never interested me. And like, I like action stuff, but I, I don't know, it never. Yeah. Well, and this was 80s action. So 80s yeah. action was, you know, there but was I lasers. Loved, like, Terminator and whatnot. <laughs> I loved a lot of 80s stuff like Predator, Terminator, different things like yeah, that. Yeah, but this was, this was like. Kid car- 80s. This was cartoon, kid 80s. And every episode had to end with a moral story. Yeah. So every episode had to end with some sort of G.I. Joe usually like hanging out in a park and there would be kids around them and the kids would be like, give that fucking ball back to me. Blah, 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 blah. And the GI Joe go guy would be like, Hey, hey, hey guys, remember that it's always good to share. And they'd be like, Oh, thank you. Sergeant fucking fuck off. And then, <laughs> and then he, they'd be like, now we know. And then it was the same thing every time where one of the GI Joes would go and knowing is half the battle. And then we'd go, G.I. Joe. Like, that was how yeah. every episode ended. So, I mean, it's it's completely <laughs> so different funny. than, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, next, uh, we got that video I sent you guys for the Spider-Man uh, title reveal. The new movie, Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. What do you think of the title? 
Um, it's awesome. I love it that they're keeping home. Yeah. As a, as a part of it, which is great. Um, I'm, I'm guessing it's got to have something to do with everything that's tying in the multiverse of madness. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll find out at least in this one that he's not finding a way back home or having trouble with it, at least back to his reality, his universe. Um, and then we'll see something else happen from there, but yeah, I mean, it's great. I loved the, um, I love the video that they did for that and You're like blaming him everything. for letting go the other one, which it was a whole thing that was set up by Disney anyways. He yeah. didn't let go of that information on accident. That was all set up. Yeah. But it was still awesome to have them like blame him a little bit. And uh, yeah, you're right. What's his face? Fucking lost a shitload of weight. He looks great. Yeah. So when I saw him on that too, I was like, oh shit. Cause I remember you talking about that, how he lost a bunch of weight and I haven't seen him since um, far from movie. home. Yeah. So, and in Far From Home, he was still, you know, pretty even, chubby, like in the face and stuff. In that, though, they even did a good job covering that he's lost a lot of weight. Like, he looks even better than he looks there. Yeah. Like, I was like, wow, he looks pretty good for like the character because I thought he was going to look a lot different. So I can show right. you a picture later that he looks drastic. And I love the whiteboard with all the all the names that they were going to do and they <laughs> couldn't. And they had like Home Alone on there and that was crushed out. They're like already been done, like underneath yeah. it. And all the little hexes all around there, which, you know, also points mm-hmm. back to what's going on with, you know, Wanda and everything. So, it was, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, Kurt. I just want to say I totally fucked up and I didn't do any of the homework. Sorry. Oh, you bitch. I forgot to watch all the trailers. I'm so sorry. All of them. Oh, yeah. shit. Not just one. All of them. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's all right. None so of- you guys can go on. Okay. <laughs> well, what do you think of the title Spider-Man No Way Home? I mean, Have you seen the other two? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're caught up with that. All right. Good. Mm-hmm. I'm I, like, honestly, they probably all deserve a rewatch, but it's I, funny how you're like, I don't rewatch stuff. And then like half the shit we talk about, you're like, honestly, it probably deserves a rewatch. That's why I say probably, because <laughs> I'm probably not going to, but it okay. probably does. Like, I, yeah, I, I it just depends on your fandom with it. Cause yeah, before yeah. the new Spider-Man comes out, I'll definitely watch the other two. Same. Just to, yeah. I mean, Allie know, and I just watched all the other up. ones and she was like, we're going to watch the next ones. I was like, well, we can, we just have watched those recently. I wanted to watch all the old ones cause it's been so fucking long. Right. Yeah, but I mean, I like the title. Like, I'm I'm excited to see. I fucking love the new Spider-Mans. Yeah, yeah so. the best ones. Yeah. It's a ways away still, but yeah, fun. Next, uh, well then, Jeremy, we had the Mighty Ducks Game Changers trailer, the Disney Plus original. Um, I never watched the Mighty Ducks, but I figured you did. I saw both of the Mighty Ducks movies in the theater exactly. when yeah, I was I a fucking it was kid. Hit you. Um, I fucking loved those movies. They were great. Um, so... It, I'll, I'll see it. It'll just be a piece of my childhood coming back again. Yeah. I've watched those movies with my kids and they thought they were cool and laughed at them. So I might be able to get them to watch it with me. Um, it was great to see Emilio Estevez in anything. He sounds period. and even is starting to look so much like his dad. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so absolutely. Weird. Which was bound to happen anyway. Um, but yeah, those, those movies were just great kid fun. So, I mean, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. I, I haven't seen the originals, but I liked the trailer for like a kid's movie. I'm thing. almost positive that I have the originals. I bet they're on Disney plus actually. Yeah, I'm sure they are. There, there can't be any reason why there isn't. Yeah. You may want I, the second one's okay. I would even just watch the first one. And even the first one would catch you up enough to where you would know what was going on in the series. And then either you like it or you don't, but yeah, they, gotcha. the first one's humorous. It's, it's Disney cute, you yeah, know, where like you yeah. chuckle at it and but stuff like every it's, now it's and fun. It's nice to throw that on sometimes yeah. just because you want something to chill. Yeah. Um, next time we had the Army of the Dead trailer. That's the uh, new Zack Snyder zombie movie on Netflix. It was just a little teaser for it. Um, Zack Snyder's just killing it right now. Like he's, he's, he's got like, fucking well, the, the. He had the advantage of already having a lot of Justice League filmed. Still like, I yeah. mean, it, like he's releasing all this cool shit at once and it's like, oh, all right. Like mm-hmm. I'm kind of tired of the zombie stuff, but like, I'm going to watch this though. Cause it looks pretty damn good. 
Yeah. So I, it looks pretty generic zombie to me. I, I thought it was uh, going to be more like, I don't know, I guess like shitty B movie, like kind of like when you see John Cena do something, you're like, eh. like yeah, I didn't know if it was going to be, but um, he earned so much of my respect with playing Drax over the years that like, you know, Batista, Batista has my buy in yeah. for almost anything he does now. So that makes sense. Yeah. Also with uh, Zack Snyder, like I really like the Dawn, his Dawn of the Dead movie. That's oh, one yeah. of my favorite zombie movies. So like, but I'll probably watch this. I just wasn't that impressed by the teaser. Same here. That was one of the first zombie movies I ever showed my daughter. It's, was Dawn, it's was Dawn fucking of the Dead. awesome, man. Yeah, I need to get that one. All right. Um, next, then we had Pixar's Luca trailer. Oh yeah. Did you watch that one? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it looks better to me than I than than Soul. Like, I. I haven't watched Soul yet, but yeah. it, it intrigued me a little bit more yeah, I than when I watched the trailer for Soul. Initially, I was pretty meh. I was like, this doesn't look very interesting. And then they showed the, like the reveal of like what happens with the characters. Right. And I was like, oh, well, that might be kind of cool to watch for like, yeah. a kid's movie. So it'll movie be the thing. same thing like Soul. Like I'll, I'll end up sitting down at some point yeah. and my kids will put it on and I'll watch it. Yeah. Same here. It's about how I felt. Next, uh, we got a date for Loki. The Loki series is going to start streaming on June 11th. Yes. Mm. and then also, which means we're gonna have like a month of like no marvel shit going nope. on well no marvel but here's the thing so we have the week after wandavision so next week is the last, last week or this friday right is the last week of wandavision right so then next week we have nothing but the week after we start up with um falcon the winter soldier right but then um in may may 4th uh the bad batch is gonna start Streaming. Right, which makes sense on May 4th. May 4th. That's, of course but they did that. I, I just finished <laughs> yeah. the Clone Wars, you know, and I don't think you guys, you guys might want to watch along with me on this one, but you can probably just watch like eight of the 12 episodes of season uh, seven and you'll be good to watch the show. Seriously? Like, well, the Bad Batch are introduced in season seven. Oh, I thought like I I know they were introduced during the show, but I thought this movie was going to go a little bit more into like their origin. It's a show, and it's taking place after Order sixty six or during slash after. Okay. Right. Um. Yeah. So, but yeah, you uh, can it's watch- got Star Wars on it, so I'm going to watch it. So. Yeah. So, um, Allie and I finished season seven, and four episodes we really didn't like, which were Ahsoka episodes. Ahsoka was fine, but they had these side characters that were like. The most naive, like unknowing Star Wars characters ever. Like they didn't know anything about the Star Wars universe. And I'm like, you live in the Star Wars universe. Like it was just really frustrating to watch. So if you guys watch like the first four episodes of season four or season seven and then okay. the last four episodes. And what is it on again? Uh, Disney Plus. Okay. That's yeah, right. So just watch the first four of season seven and then the last four of season seven. I think you guys will actually really enjoy it and have a lot of fun, especially because the last four all take place during Revenge of the Sith. So it's like got cool like tie-in stuff happening. All right. Um, but I then can, I can probably do but that. But so like the first four are um with the bad batch. So then you can kind of get to know who these characters are. And so then when they start streaming that in May, so you guys have got time to watch this, then we can kind of watch along with that show too. Cool. Okay. I'll check nice. it out and see. So then we can do WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, the Bad Batch, and then Loki. Because it's all just gonna be like in a row. Right? Yeah. So we'll be good for a bit. Right on. Well, I know that um, Falcon Winter Soldier is only six episodes. Is it really? Yeah, I just saw that yesterday. Because I was hoping to be like a good nine or ten, but they said it's only going to be six. I don't know how long the episodes are going to be. Hopefully longer. Than- but they did mention it's only like six episodes. So maybe if they're like 40 minutes to an hour each, then. Which would make more that sense be, for that show than like WandaVision. Because they're doing the little right. TV show things. Mm-hmm. Um, next. Uh, Men of Masoud. 
I think that's how you say his name. He played Aladdin in the new live action movie. Is rumored to be playing Ezra Bridger in um, the Star Wars Ahsoka series. Ezra Bridger is our main protagonist in uh, the Star Wars Rebels show. So it'd be another one of those characters that's going to be crossed over from the cartoons into live action. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So it'd be helpful if you guys have watched the Rebels to know who that is. But um, he had like a pretty big ending. Like he just kind of disappears. That's who What's-Her-Face was looking for in The Mandalorian, right? Tarkin. When she was asking no, she was looking where... for Tarkin. Oh, But okay. Ezra Bridger and Tarkin disappeared at like together at the end of Rebels. Okay. So okay. somehow they're tied. But that's... He's rumored. He's already like threw his name out there a couple months ago, I guess. And he's rumored to be it. But I haven't heard any official news on that yet. Um, Angel Manuel Soto... Uh, he did Charm City Kings has been hired to direct DC's Blue Beetle movie. Um, I don't really know a lot about Blue Blue Beetle, a lot about Blue Beetle. <laughs> um, I'm sure you don't really either because you didn't really meet, read much DC. I know some of it, yeah. Like I know there's been a couple different um <coughs> like incarnations. Yeah, of and it this is where... going to be um the third Blue Beetle. Jamie Ray's is who we're going to concentrate on. Yeah, because I know that at one point um it was like a like a scarab that he found that like merged to his spine that like mm-hmm. turned him into the blue beetle. But I, from what I understand, from what I read is this one's, this is going to be basically DC's like venom where it's going to be more of like a symbiote kind oh, of a thing, cool. kind of a, kind of a kind of how are they going to do that? So, but yeah, the character himself, I don't know much about his origins. I know yeah, that one thing about the scarab, but I, I never read any of the comics. Yeah. yeah so he shows I, up. This like will the, be all new for me. He shows up in the injustice series, but like I never really get a read on what he is exactly. except like something kind of iron man. Like it feels like, yeah something like that yeah there's been there's been that one because there's yeah whatever new one they're doing the scarab one and then the other one of like a um like um a rich guy with a budget kind of a yeah, thing that's yeah like one. A, either a tony stark or a bruce wayne or something like that yeah yeah so interested to see it um dc right now I'm, they're really confusing me because like next we got here we got uh there's a superman reboot being produced by jj abrams it's going to be uh, written by the Black Panther comic writer. I'm going to butcher this. Ta-Nehisi Coates. <laughs> um, but he was Reboot writing. as in the films? So that's the thing. He's going to be, it's going to be a black Superman. Um, but So it would take place after Justice well, League. And Well, the thing is, it's unclear if this is replacing Henry Cavill or if it's separate like the new Batman. You know? Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, like the I Joker movie. Not. I really enjoy Henry Cavill. Yeah, as, but they've been Superman. having a hard time with the whole Henry Cavill thing. And I don't know why. Just fucking make Man of Steel too, man. Like I'm ready for that movie. Well, and I, I, I from what I read is he signed on for two or three more, but yeah. they just had trouble getting production started. Yeah, I don't know what's happening with it, but I would rather they like. I know like they're trying to do the whole black movement. Aside which is fine. from the fact that he also makes a really awesome Mission Impossible villain. I yes. also like him. Didn't he die <laughs> in that though? As Superman. Yeah, but so, in a badass yeah. way. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I do hope that Henry Cavill's still around. Like, I'm fine with this movie happening, but if we're not getting rid of Henry Cavill, because like I just feel like he's not finished. Like it's yeah, really it's, dissatisfying. He, he really he's really uh doing a good job. And and like and you're right. Like, I remember you bringing this up at work. Like the more that we're doing this research, like the more I'm enjoying Superman, like the more I'm like wanting to know more about who he is. And now I'm like, 
uh, like I'm okay if he's apple pie. Like, and now I've seen all these <laughs> other stories and I'm like, okay, like people can do some actually good writing around this character. It's so also not like, I'd be, that's why I want to watch that TV show that Superman and Lois too. Cause I'm like, Oh, if they can do some decent writing around this character. It'd be, it could be fun. Yeah. Superman, like, so he's never like my favorite or anything, but you know, Batman's the dark aspect, like the super dark aspect of DC, but right. there's gotta be something happy going on there too. So it kind of makes sense to have the both ends of it and to sure. make them best friends is pretty cool in a weird way. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, but I've also like kind of really got a sour taste with JJ Abrams in my mouth. So I don't have a whole lot of happy thoughts toward it. So we'll see he mess with your glow swords movies. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Bad. Uh, um, also there's another rumor going around that Amelia Clark is, uh, going to be replacing Amber Heard in the Aquaman movie as Mara of the next Aquaman movie. Or I never universe. saw the first one. Yeah. I watched it one day. Um, it felt like a, a lot like a Thor ripoff for me. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Fine. It's I like Momoa. Yeah, like, same. I cool. like Momoa. It's just um, yeah, it's whatever. But movie. yeah, I just I never liked Aquaman enough to ever really, you know, look I mean, into it. I like looking at Amber Heard. She's pretty nice to look at. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the movie was pretty man. It was really long. There was some cool CGI fight scenes amongst all like the sea monsters. I thought was awesome. But plot, eh, whatever. It was fine. Yeah, I'll have to sit down and watch it one of these days. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. Um, next thing though is our WandaVision episode eight review. Who wants to start this week? <sighs> Once again, I have a lot to say. <laughs> no so. way. Not with this episode. <laughs> but actually, honestly, um, I don't have a lot because a lot of this I already knew. Right. Um, they just actually gave you the visual for once. So I thought you would actually really like this episode, Kirk. Cause mm-hmm. it, like Phil, you kept saying like, I don't really know a lot about yeah. Wanda. And so this is kind of like everything that you need to know about Wanda. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, now I've just got a visual for everything. I kind of already knew. Right. But, um, it does make me think how, uh, she, uh, created vision with her chaos magic that even more backs up my theory that the kids aren't real. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, Pretty much no way at this point the kids are real, but it, yeah, it definitely proves that that she didn't steal his body. Yep. Um, that Not dire- to mention the post credit scene that really proves that with yeah. with white vision. Yeah, yeah which was yeah, so we're gonna have to talk about that. Exciting. Yeah, we're gonna have to talk that about was that. Sick. But yeah, I mean, I thought I liked the episode. I had a lot of fun watching it. It was nice getting the Agatha background, but um, I kind of felt like I knew a lot of what was happening because it was all those we've already heard the stories from her. So it was kind of like a rerun for me, but I understood it was really relevant for like people like her so they could get a better yeah. understanding of why right. she snapped because like we've all knew that she, she just gets to the snapping point and we've always talked about like, well, this happened, this happened, this happened. There's right. so much shit wrong. That's why it did happen. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have much to say either because it makes sense now. Like, yeah, yeah, everything so, just makes sense. Yeah, to you. Just, it makes sense now. I do like how they're watching Malcolm in the Middle. They had that playing on the TV. Oh, yeah, the suitcase sweet. of all the shows that was pretty. Yeah. Fun. Back when Brian Cranston was more on television before he did like Breaking Bad and all the oh, other cool yeah. shit afterwards. Yeah, no. So I mean, I don't know. There's just cool little like things here and there that were I enjoyed. And then obviously you yeah. watched the post credit. Yeah, I did. So, yeah. So, obvi- so that was my theory originally with uh, vision um, in infinity war. Cause when he steals the stone out, he just turns like grayish white. You remember that? So I thought he was going to be back in Endgame as the white vision. Right. But then he didn't. And so uh, I didn't know if we were actually ever going to get that or not, but I actually don't know a lot about white vision. So explain how in comic lore that comes to be. So when it comes to white vision, white vision was a part of the Avengers, but the West coast Avengers. Is it a different 
person kind of like is he a different no, character? It's, it's it's still Vision. It's 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 the Vision. Um, but it's kind of the same thing where he gets kind of um, it's it's kind of the same storyline. He gets taken apart and examined, and then when they put him back together and and try to, to you know basically reboot him, he's the White Vision at that point. And at that point, him and Scarlet Witch are also they're still in a relationship, and it does a lot of problems in their relationship because he is trying to honor the fact that she's telling him that they're husband and wife, but he has no idea. He has no memory. He has no memories. He has no, he has no feelings for this. So he's he's a new person. He's 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 like a, he's like a robot with a blank slate basically is what it is. Okay. Um, But I don't know if this series, if they're going to make him into like a villain, I think that's what they're going to do as a villain. Um, I don't know if they're also going to have to um, defeat him. And I don't know if they're going to defeat him and she's going to try to like put his essence into the white vision and try to resurrect vision in some way. But in the comics, white vision wasn't, was around for a very, very small amount of time. Like it was just a very small amount of issues just in the West coast Avengers. And they never gave him even a personality because they were supposed to, um, uh, sink his, uh, personality and his with, uh, with wonder man. And Wonder Man refused because when they did it the first time, he felt like he was missing a part of himself and had a lot of these good reasons why he didn't want to give his essence back into Vision again. So White Vision just stayed White Vision. like, And then eventually they just kind of rebooted things and and put Vision back to who Vision was. Originally. So even in the comics, he was not around for very long. So he goes so back I don't, to Vision. I don't, yeah. So the fact know. that they're bringing him around just before the last episode, <clears throat> I wouldn't be surprised if either they kill him off or they do something because I don't see White Vision going further into anything else. Well, then maybe she does like re- get him back into him being him because I think that they yeah. want to bring him back in. I think he's yeah. just too likable of a character and I don't think we actually got enough of him because he was just always there but like on the side in every movie that he was in right mm. like in infinity or in avengers 2 he didn't show up till the third act and then civil war he's like a side character because that's a captain america and tony stark movie and right. then infinity war they're just trying to keep him safe the whole time and he's not in even in game I hope they do because um, I, I, mean, the I hope they find a way of, of bringing vision back around or something somehow, because I just love him as a character and what they've done. I love Paul playing him. Like yeah. it's just, it's all of, it's just awesome. Um, I did see or read, I should say um, that Kevin Foggy has said that there is a possibility quote unquote, that they're going to be working on a season two of WandaVision, but nothing is in the works yet. Nothing's been talked about. Nothing's been like, it's not anything yeah, that's ever said. Happens. They're just saying that, but with the popularity of how big this got mm. um, that they, you know, that there's a possibility, um, but that doesn't mean anything for right now. But so I'm hoping that they do something. Um, I've also heard that, um, yeah, uh, one of the big things besides this last episode, there being the cameo appearance of whoever that's going to be, is there's also a massive like cry fest at the end of it. Like something I really, really, on this episode. really sad's gonna happen. I about did, so did like I. this I episode hit me in all feels in every way, shape, or form. Like um uh watching her hang out with her family and watching him have those sitcoms in the suitcase. Mm-hmm. And then watching Dick Van Dyke, like all that was fucking 
like my childhood. Like I watched Dick Van Dyke show with my grandmother. I watched I Love Lucy with my grandmother and my parents, like all that stuff. So all of them being together as a family and watching, that's what I did with my grandparents was, um, you know, eating dinners on a fucking TV tray when I was like five mm -hmm. and like, you know, watching these shows. So just watching Dick Van Dyke and Mary Tyler Moore, just having those little clips, like brought back so much fucking memories. And, um, uh, Kevin Smith put it in a really good way when he was reviewing the episode where he was like, this episode is just beautiful because TV's become one of those things that we just do it with almost every day. And we like to do it with people that we like to be around. And he's like, that's kind of what life is about is just finding someone you can watch TV with. And that was very big for her. And, um, uh, the, the line that he said when he was trying to comfort her and he was like, well, what's what's grief, but love persevering and like all that stuff was just. Yeah, that was all awesome. fantastic. It was, was all saying. great. Like, yeah. I understand where you're coming from where you said, well, we we, we kind of knew all this had already happened. But the way they did the little details in yeah. making that more specific was awesome. And the conversation between her and Vision and her almost teaching him sense of humor when they're watching. um uh Malcolm in the middle and then something yeah, happens. That was and, a fantastic and, scene. I and forgot I loved about it when that. he yeah, laughed yeah. and he's like, that was funny. Right. And she's like, no, that was funny. He's like, Oh, okay. And he keeps yeah. laughing like to make sure that it was funny. Like that whole connection between them two yeah, is awesome. That, that scene got me pretty good. I forgot um, to mention that part. Yeah. I loved it when she went to Westview and she opened up the map and you could see the land that he had bought for her and him saying that this, that was going to be where they were going to grow old together. Yeah. Um, and seeing the house not built yet. Like all I, well, of that was it's fucking because of the blip, right? That's why I paused when Ali and I were saying, so I think what happened here is he bought that for them, but then Infinity War happened and the blip happened and the world kind of went to shit. So nothing ever happened. Yeah, there. I'm guessing that he bought that sometime around when they were kind of all like running away together before yeah. they had to all be kind Probably of around the time in. he was trying to have that talk with her about like go away with me. Right. Right. And so, so I think that's one of those. So to see that that map that he made and the heart on there and her going through all that grieving and crying, I was like, fuck. It hit me in all the hopeless romantic pieces that, you know, needed to, to make me almost cry. And the explosion. Like, yeah. And it just this. makes sense. Like she's lost literally like everything. Yeah. Like so even then, Cap was her, like her next, like besides, I guess, Hawkeye a little bit, but right. sort of Cap was her next person, but Cap's now dead to oh, everyone. Right. <laughs> yeah. And her, so her building the house and then building him and then doing all that stuff. Like I like how they explained all that and how it happened. And, um, um, I loved them showing um, um, Agatha's origin because uh, origin, that was exactly like the comic book. Where, so it was and, and, all Wanda then too answers that question. Yeah, it was all Wanda. And um, um, in the comic Agatha's book, it was, about, it was about the same thing. But Ag Agatha, Agatha was being like, it wasn't like a bunch of witches around her. She was being burned at the stake is like the mm -hmm. only difference. But it was still like awesome. Yeah. Um, so all that was really cool. Um yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of anything else of that episode that happened that really stuck out. I still want to find out where that fucking book came from. And I'm hoping, they I'm hoping, that, I'm hoping they? they're going to. That's what they mentioned in the beginning. Um, no, they but they they never actually mentioned where that book came from. The dark magic. That no, she's but they getting. said that. She, yeah, but they, I'm assuming what they were talking to her about was that book that she has. Like that's. Kind I of, think so. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, so like. I'm, I'm wondering about that, that, well, yeah, you're right. When she was talking about how, um, I didn't break the rules, the rules bent to my, to my magic or my will or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That, that, that's the book that they were talking about. So I'm wondering, um, how she got that, where it's coming from. Um, and I loved how she showed the transitions of magic when she grabbed the, the beetle 
and was like, this is how you control someone. And like, this is the spell. And then transformation, that's easy enough. She turned the the little fucking yeah. insect into a bird and then all that other stuff. Um, and it was weird because I thought her role was a little more um, like devilish than that, than her just being like, I just want to know how you did it. Like yeah. that's, you know, so I'm, I'm doing this to you because I want to find out how you did it. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll see how the last episode goes. I know that they confirmed that the last episode is 50 minutes. It's not an hour, but it's 50 minutes. So we'll see. You know, yeah. And happens. also It'll we got cool. our first actual Scarlet Witch naming. Yeah. Yeah. First yeah. time they've ever mentioned her name at all ever mm-hmm. in the MCU. So, um, and I like the way they gave her, you know, it, that was always her nickname in the comics, but they never gave reason behind it. And this, this, they actually attempted to give a reason. So yeah. Was cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. Next up, we got Kirk's video games. Yay. Yay, <laughs> video games. All right. Play with yourself. <laughs> or um, with yeah, your friends. There's not like a whole lot to talk about, but did you see that uh, Star Wars Republic Commando launches on PS4 in I April? I did see that. Yeah. Yeah. So I figured you'd be pretty stoked about that. Um, another thing that I thought was kind of interesting was... Uh, EA did did either of you guys play Dragon Age at all? Any of no. them? No. Okay, I never did either, but like a lot of people obviously love those games. Okay, and uh, the new one that they're making, EA actually switched their focus because they were gonna make like an online type experience, kind of like that game Anthem that came out like a couple years ago that everybody kind of hated. Yeah. <laughs> um. But so they switched it from that to a single <laughs> to a single player game specifically because of how Jedi Fallen Order did like how well it did as a nice. game. So that's pretty neat. And I feel like the first time EA's done anything like that. Cause they're a shitty company. Anyway, uh, Pokemon legends, a or I don't know how you pronounce that, but that's coming in 2022. Um, have you guys played Bioshock? Uh, not enough of it to be like depth. I know I've seen okay, a shitload of gameplay, but never yeah. actually, like I know what it is Saints, and stuff, but I've, the same I've never, boat, never basically. Yeah. Okay, so I her, I've heard like, Tanky awesome. is in a different dimension, and that's why she can go through dimensions. Oh yeah, <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah, the third one. Um, infinite, so, is right? Infinite. Yeah, infinite. I like the first. Infinite's like good. It's different though, right? It's definitely way different because yeah, that one's like in the city up in the clouds, whereas the first one's like under Underwater. the ocean and like creepy as fuck. Yeah, but I don't know. They're all good. People can debate that all the, all day though. <laughs> But uh, System Shock, the game that Bioshock was kind of based on, uh, is getting remastered. And that is coming. The pre-order is open. I don't know when the release date is yet, but that's been kind of in the talks for like, I don't know, I feel like the past four years now. Like It's been a long time. Okay. Um, so that's finally coming. Uh, here's a couple other things. Oh, okay, so anthem what i was just talking about they they stopped development on that game because it sucks um <laughs> yep then i believe there was one that i had on the S- switch but i can't seem to find it um i heard um i watched um on youtube video game donkey mm-hmm. he uh really enjoyed uh the new bowser's fury Oh really? Oh, yeah. yeah, he's highly recommending yeah, it. Yeah, see, I have, I have, uh, I have Mario 3D World on the Wii U, and that game is awesome. But me, and my kids beat it a long time ago, so I didn't. I wasn't going to purchase it again unless Bowser's Fury was like 
a big enough, large enough game that it was worth this purchase again on the switch. I'll send you that link. Cause he's pretty good to watch about it. Okay. He's, yeah. He's really I, funny. I don't want to pay for the game again and then just get this, like this little tiny snippet of stuff. And I'm yeah, like, oh, it's, pro- it's just a level. It sounds like he said it was a satisfying level, but I guess if you'd have to buy the whole game again, probably not. Oh yeah. If it's just a level, then I, I'll, I'll probably just watch it on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> watch someone yeah. play through it or something like that. That's fair. Um, Anyway, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, the one and two remastered that they just kind of yeah. came out yeah. with. Um, you can get that on Switch now. So oh, cool. If you I have played any- uh, one of those a lot when I was little on the Nintendo 64. I think it was the second one. Yeah. It's good to good see games. Nintendo break away from whatever it was doing before with the Wii and the Wii U, where they're trying to become a little bit more of a gaming contender with like carrying more titles than they did. Mm, like yeah. even titles that would be considered like violent and like you know, stuff like that. Stuff like, like, yeah. That like, so it's good yeah. to see them actually, you know, compete a little bit more with that and also put it all on just the tiniest little fucking cartridge where yeah. everyone else is like, you know, you got to download it or buy the CD and they're like, nope, here you go. Yeah, Here's a little I, thumb drive. It's like, oh, shit. Just like, start, like, I miss like, oh, you can get the disc, but you have to install the game on the console. Can't the disc just be the game? I understand it's too much data now. Yeah, I get what you're like, saying. Uh, I miss it. Like, well, and it used to be like even with GameCube, like when you it was either um, I think it was Resident Evil Four or something like that. Like it would just come with two or three discs, mm-hmm. so you would play the game, and then when you got to a certain a point, it would just go, "Please insert disc two and you put an insert disc two, and then you wouldn't have to download anything. It would just keep going. It's like, so yeah. I'm I'm with you on that one. It's like, why can't we just put a couple discs in there if you're in charge well, of sixty like fucking discs, dollars? It's just and the seventy CDs, now, right? It's, seventy, yeah, and and you know, discs are you know you can buy a pack of you know, a hundred for like 10 bucks. So it's like, yeah, just put a bunch of discs in there so we don't have to do that. But yeah, it's, it's all perfect. Probably be a shitload of discs just because of the amount of data that like a game takes now. But yeah. I mean, they all use like Blu-ray and stuff. And I mean, I'm pretty sure those hold like a hundred gig. Well, okay. never mind. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. I was like, Oh, I forgot the new fucking call of duty is like 250 gigs. Well, like, that's like three discs. That's not bad. I mean, yeah, but still, I mean, they used to do that. That's what the PlayStation one was. You'd get four discs for like a final fantasy game yeah like i'd be fine with that shit right it's a lot like i'm i'm just going on a whim that people that get the discs would still prefer that now over the downloads i mean yeah i would yeah okay i agree it's settled for the world we've decided right yeah (laughs) we have decided but going back to uh pro skater real quick i think that is the perfect switch game because like yeah. Just think about it back in the day when you were playing it. If you could just play that on your like Game Boy. Like, yeah. That is perfect. So Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I never played any of the Tony Hawk Pro Skaters. I watched my friends play it, but I never I, I was just I, little I never was into one of the games much. we had. So I I was playing I mean, it. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to play because it was rated T, but you know. Dude, that <laughs> shit always bugged me when I had friends that like couldn't play certain games. And I was like, like T games. And I was like, they say like ass once. Like, come on. It's a Dude, fun game. There was like games, like sports games that I couldn't play because they were rated T because, because of, of the, the lyrics soundtrack. and the soundtrack. That's the same with Tony Hawk. And I was like, I'll turn it off. And my mom's like, no, I don't accept this evil in my house. I'm like, okay, fuck. Yeah, I had, a, I had a Hulk game, Big Hulk um, Ultimate Destruction. And yep. a friend over one night and it was like rated T. He's like, Dude, I can't watch this game. My dad will kill me. And I was like, it's the Hulk. But your dad's like, not here. And I was like, yeah, but I was still, I was just like, it's the Hulk. He's a, he's a comic book character. That's T because you're punching things. That's why. Right. It's, it's like, it's for kids. Yeah. No, I couldn't play one of the burnout games because it was rated E10 plus. I was 12. 
Yeah, it was uh, anyway. Yeah, no, it was the same way. Same thing when the first Mortal Kombat came out. We had to hide that from my mom. Like we had a cartridges. We had an old entertainment center with a TV, tube television because I'm old. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like when we played our Super Nintendo, any of the games that we knew my mother would not like, we had to like hide them under the bed because. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was no way. Dude. Yeah, it was bad. It was the same thing. Like, yeah, you're not bringing that evil. I'm so glad I didn't have my home. shit. I'm so glad I didn't have to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. It was fucking nuts. I remember like being in high school and we had just moved to Colorado and I was listening to tools Anima oh, in yeah. my room <laughs> and I was blasting it like a teenager. And, um, that part in Anima where they're doing that, that, um, that German speech where the guy's making that speech, to that crowd, mm-hmm. and it sounds all evil and everything else and blah, blah, blah. My mom came into my bedroom and was like, get this evil crap out of my house and like side punched my stereo mm-hmm. and um, made it skip. So it turned off. And then I told her later on, it was like way after that, that it's, it's, it's just a recipe for sugar cookies is all that German speech is. They just make it sound like it's tyrannical and, you know, yeah. all this other stuff. But yeah, so it was the same thing. Like, Dude. you know, just completely misunderstanding of what was going on. Yeah, it's ridiculous. My mom went through my library once and was like scrolling through and saw that I had tool on the there. And she was like, time. she was like, what is this hooker with a penis? Kirk, what are you doing with your life? Like there's only one time I <laughs> you're, ever you're turning away from Jesus. Only one time I ever had anything like that with my parents ever. Like I left my iTunes. We all shared a computer. So I just had my iTunes on their computer <laughs> and they just pulled it up on it. And Chris and I just downloaded everything. Like yeah. We would go on YouTube and we'd find the album listing and we'd go on YouTube and go to YouTube downloader, video yeah. MP3 downloader. And we'd copy and paste every song for the album and make the album in our iTunes. Uh, it was shit quality, but we'd have the album. And right. Yeah. Cause that's all we wanted was to listen to the music. And, um, so he got really into some 41 and got all of their albums. And, one of their first songs on like the first EP is grab the devil by the horns and fuck him in the ass. Or bull, <laughs> it might be the bull by the horns. One of the two. Right. Yeah. Um, right. I remember those guys. Yeah. I liked them when they, I think I, I think I enjoyed like their first album. I think yeah. and then after that, I was, um, and my mom or some, my dad, my mom probably found it and had a talk with my dad. And like, my mom was like, you know, there is some music that's for the devil. And I was like, I've never even heard the song. Chris downloaded it. It's just in this library thing that we have going on here. That's so funny. So you threw your friend Chris under the bus well, and you were like, they didn't he give, did it. They didn't give a shit. I don't know. But like I, nothing really came of it. I don't know why. I, as far as I remember, but I was like, it's just like we're just downloading all of the music from all of the bands we like and just compiling. Like we literally were doing it at each other's houses and like we'd come over with like a hard drive and just keep trading. Right. And so we would have so much fucking music. Yeah. And you think that my mom would have a little bit more of an empathy of what was going on because when she first became quote unquote saved, Mm. my father made her take her entire vinyl collection and put it in the fireplace. And so she burned all of it. And there was like Led Zeppelin albums in there, like whatever. Mm -hmm. And so you would think she'd have a little bit more empathy towards that. But yeah, she was, she was so worried that my, my, my little brain was going to get co-opted. I I just don't understand how. Parents were ever I like got that. fucking the game Until Dawn when it first came out, the story one. That's like mm-hmm. the 80s homage war on PS4. Anyway, I got that as a present from one of my friends. And uh yeah, my mom found it and threw it away. And I didn't even get to beat it. I beat it later, but you know, I was still pissed, <laughs> obviously. It sucked. 
But um, anyway, sorry. Go on. I, I took us off no, on a tangent of, of of your mom and my mom being similar. I mean, but yeah. I, yeah, I enjoy the tangents. It's it's fun reliving those moments now because it's kind of funny. But yeah, and it's oh. funny because yeah, that's the way my mom was. But then when I was in my mid twenties and ten thousand days came out in two thousand six, mm-hmm. I actually showed her a couple songs and she sat and listened to them and read the lyrics. She was like, "This is." Pretty 10, good. Days. It's pretty. It's a, a tool album. Oh, okay. It's the most yeah. recent one that they came out with before the one they came out with just a couple years ago before they went on like a 15 year hiatus. Yeah. For yeah. I think that's the one that, that one had the pot on it, right? The pot on yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. And I showed her a couple songs from that. And I was like, he wrote the song about his mom dying and blah, blah. And just showed her the lyrics. And she sat there and listened to it and was like, oh, this is really good. And I'm like, yeah, you, 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 uh, you punched my radio for <laughs> yeah, <laughs> over yeah, these guys this. <laughs> like 10 years ago. And she was like, oh, uh, yeah, I don't remember that. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Fair so, you don't. Right. Um, my stereo does. We do have uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Pokemon Shining Pearl coming out. So it's just remastered versions of Diamond and Pearl. Oh, snap. Um, so that's pretty cool. Catch them all. Um, I used to really like those Pokemon games on the Game Boy. I've never tried. Yeah. I played any Diamond. Of them that I can remember. I played Diamond, but I, I feel like I would just always get like randomly stuck and I'd have nowhere to go. Like I didn't know where to go and it was tedious traversing the maps because you'd get into the tall grass and then you get attacked. And then, you know, it's just. Yeah, fighting that stuff over and over again when you're trying to get somewhere is so goddamn tedious. Yeah, I remember there was this guy that I worked with at the last job I had before I quit to go to school a couple of years ago, and that new Pokemon, whatever was coming out on the oh, Switch, the phone. Oh, the he was Switch. um like he had taken a week off of work, like burned vacation time, and I was like, "You're an adult, like are you seriously?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, man, Pokemon." I was like, "Holy shit, <laughs> dude!" I so never, I didn't know it was, I, you know, I never downloaded the Pokemon Go thing for the phone. Neither mm-hmm. did I. Everybody was doing. I was like, I refuse. I'm not. <laughs> I did it for. It a only lasted bit. for like a month. <laughs> Everybody was. Everybody was doing it. There's, dude, there's people still doing. it. I know there are, but it, yeah. everybody was doing it for like a month, and then it just. It still surprises <laughs> me how many people play it. Like. Because you're right, like it seemed like like I I did it for a little bit, and we would go to parks, and it'd just be like groups of people like yeah. hanging out and like playing it. It was kind of fun a little bit, um, but yeah, then it like died, or I thought it died, and now I'll have people just like randomly in confirmation. They'll be like, yeah, anyway, I do this like so I can like play Pokemon Go, and I'm like, oh, that's still a thing. What? Like everybody <laughs> doing it? it I seems mean, people like. still do it, but there's not like like you say the groups. Yeah, uh, those places. So yeah, but. Just imagine if Pokemon would have released, if Pokemon Go specifically would have released like right before the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that would have sucked. <laughs> um, but what else yeah, we got? That's kind of honestly all the new news I really got. There's nothing too much happening. I mean, CD Projekt Red, they're de- delaying some of their patches because, you know, they got hacked. And right. like it's just kind of that sort of stuff. So not, nothing really too much other than that. Those are just kind of the interesting ones. I did take a couple of breaks from school and play a little bit of uh, the Switch's uh, redo of Link's Awakening uh, this week. So I did, oh, nice. I, did, I did take a couple hours and do that. So yeah, it was a fun. Enjoy well, it. yeah, it's I, I I played the original one when it was on Game Boy. So okay. I, when, I, when I played it the original time, it was, you know, in black and white. So um, to have a full HD color version of it is just it's, it's is it super still, fun. like blocky. Or is it like an actual new game? No, it, it's an actual new game. Like they they nice. did an HD remake of the whole thing. So it's not black and white anymore. It's full color, um, full 3D. That's cool. As far as like, you know, everything that. Uh, like kind of like what they've done with Resident Evil. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just more detailed and everything else. So it's still the same storyline, same, same bosses, stuff like just that. Different, I've played kind of that. I played that when I was 12, I think, or 11. So I don't remember any of that shit. So buying it, yeah. it was like playing a new Zelda game again. So cool. it's I actually did see, uh, speaking of Zelda though, real quick, I did see, it's kind of like in the works, like there's not much information about it, but it looks like there might be a open world kind of Breath of the Wild-esque Pokemon game that they're working on. Sort of. It's not, it's still like, it's still like turn-based combat. So it's not like a free so combat system. It. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> they're getting closer. Cool, I, know, yeah. I mean, I know people want that. I mean, that sounds sick. Having full control combat system and like they could do mm-hmm. it easily almost like the batman games or the spider-man games i would think It'd did you ever cool. play uh chrono trigger Mm-mm. i'm that dating myself familiar. but that came out they, that came out on the super nintendo um chrono but it was trigger. one of the first ever like um it came out right around the time of like uh final fantasy 3 final fantasy 4 um during the super nintendo days but that was one of the only rpgs that actually got me into rpgs like it's a fucking blast um, and you can have like eight different endings depending on what you choose to do and stuff like that. But it's like time travel and Knights and, of the Old Republic. Is that, what, is that what that is? RPG. Yeah. Oh, it's turn-based? It's not turn-based, but it's a different kind of fighting style, but it's not turn-based. But it is like you're going along, you're making decisions and you can have different endings based yeah. on what happens. Yeah. Knights of the Old Republic is on, it's on my summer list of when school's over for the summer, when things that I can. Like I said, when you again. do play that, the first planet is long and rough but once it get off of it the game takes off yeah that's fair no one knows frustration like i do when you play Cuphead? um no shadows <laughs> shadows of the empire that I game that took one. fucking time never and it, it takes fucking dedication so if i can get through that and and love that fucking star wars game even though you don't get to play a main star wars character that i'm sure knights of the old republic i'd probably enjoy in some way because that was even with nintendo 64 graphics so yeah. and i remember then, i always wanted that back. game but my dad never found it i think it was hard to find but i always be like i want the game with the stormtrooper on it Right. I didn't know what it was. I was too young. All you got to do is have um, buy yourself a Raspberry Pi, real cheap. They're like thirty bucks, and then have Kirk put an N sixty four emulator on there for you, and then you can just download it for free, and then you play it. Yeah, and then you can try it, and then you can see what I was talking about because I'd love to talk to you about it because the game still to this day is my favorite Star Wars game that's ever been released besides the original star Wars trilogy that came out on super Nintendo, where you got to play star Wars empire strikes back and return of the Jedi as Luke Skywalker with a, with a lightsaber. Were they a side scroll? Yeah. Side scrolling, but super fucking fun. And yeah, like people shooting things at you and actually getting to like deflect things. And yeah, those, the same thing. Those were on super Nintendo. So yeah, nice. there's a lot of old school star Wars games that were the shit. I just haven't played any since then. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> so and I don't know. Republic, you get to do stuff like you can decide, like if you're going to upgrade your dual wielding ability, so you can have two lightsabers or that also helps with your staff. So you can have like a double ended or you can just concentrate oh, yeah, on okay. a single and then you can pick which force abilities you're wanting to get. And like, you can be a dick to people and get more money, but like it gives you dark side points. So then you're more evil and your crew is like kind of hesitant about you. But some of you are like more evil anyway. Like you get a droid HK 47. <laughs> 
probably one of the best droids ever. He's straight up like you can see like where they are in the light side, dark side thing. Like everybody is. And he's straight all the way at the bottom red. Like <laughs> He's like he calls everybody meat bags and he's like, can I kill them, master? <laughs> so you can just you have. But then you also have characters that are like extremely light side characters. So it's fun to like how like, you get different interactions and how you can treat people with them. That yeah, and, and, and Empire Strikes Back on the Super Nintendo, it's mostly like flight. It's a lot of it is just flying around and, and shooting shit. So that's fun. One other actually news thing I just thought of uh, speaking of games that take a lot of time. Uh, the new Elden Ring isn't going to be, re- re- be released this year um, due to just, you know, what is the Elden pandemic. Ring? That's the new game from the same people who did Dark Souls. So it's not because they're done doing Dark Souls. Okay. I was like, I'm familiar with Elder Scrolls, but yeah. that's a different thing. El- Elder Ring? Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Yeah. Elden yeah, Ring. See, I'm not so. a level seven elf hunter, so I don't know. Shit. <laughs> but yeah, that game got delayed, which kind of sucks. Um, and then I've also been playing Dark Souls 3 still, and I'm kind of pissed because like I totally thought I was at the last boss, but there's one full area that I need to do before the last boss. Mm. And like I said, I'm at the part where this game's fucking super tedious. Like I'm just fucking dying left and right, and everything sucks. Okay. Well, but. You know, what are you going to do? But Elden Ring looks sick and I'm super excited for it. Highly recommend. But yeah, other than that light video game uh, news, I guess. Word. Cool. All right. Then we'll move on to Janice Joplin sucks. See, that was perfect. No need for anything more. Brilliant. This week, we're going over Kirk's pick, which is Arkspire's Relentless Mutation. Yes. You want to go first? You want me to go first? You can go first. Okay. Because I think the last time that Kirk did something, I went first last time. Okay. Um, this is my favorite heavy band that you've played so far. I'm very stoked that you liked it because I was kind of expecting like, I can tell this is good, but I don't like it. That's what I was kind of expecting. Well, no, the, I do have things about it because yeah. um, I'll get into it a bit. Um, well, first off, I'll say Relentless Mutation was my favorite song because I thought okay. like, Oh, Every, the bass and everybody oh. in this band is stupid good. Yeah. Like you can just fucking tell. <laughs> yeah. And I, I was telling Jeremy, part of my problem with that is that they're I can tell they're all so good, but they're going so fast. Sometimes I can't actually hear what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah, know yeah. that was cool, but it was like a half a second. So I didn't really get to appreciate it. I just kept thinking this whole thing I heard. Um, I was listening to a, a podcast with Joe Satriani on it. And he's one of my favorite guitar players. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. And he's just what podcast that, was that that has Satch on it? Um, it's called uh, Guitar oh. Villains. It's just a YouTube guy. Um, is it on Spotify? Yeah, it is. It's just this, this YouTube guy. I if you think about um, it, you should send me the link because yeah. I would like to hear a podcast that has musicians on it, and especially Satch, because mm-hmm. I've never even heard him much of interviews. It's kind of okay, it's an okay podcast. Have you ever heard of Music as Win on YouTube? No. Okay, it's just a guy that he's a guitar player on YouTube, and it's probably why I know him and you don't, because he plays guitar and puts up stuff like that. Right. And he started a podcast uh, in the beginning of COVID uh, that where he was like video chatting with famous guitarists. So like the first episode was John Petru- Petrucci from Dream Theater. Right, okay. And so like you got to Joe Satriani. And one of the things like he, he asked every um, person at the end is like, what's something you would tell every guitarist? Like they just need to know, like, they need to hear and his was and not to say this i'm not trying mm. to show on the band but yeah. his thing was that he's like sometimes it's all awesome when you can be really fast and whatnot but sometimes for the audience to really hear you you need to slow down yeah so yeah. they can he's like think of bb king 
BB King didn't shred and stuff, but everybody knows BB King because they could feel what he was playing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that like any of what they're doing is bad, but like that was more my thing. Is like I want to appreciate what you're playing a little bit more, just if I could understand it a little bit. Yeah, I get what you're saying. It's like also when somebody's rapping and you can't quite understand what they're saying to you, like he is sometimes when this because Mm -hmm. like you, they're just going so fast. Yeah, but you know what they're saying sometimes. So, um, yeah, it was good with that stuff. Um, And I said also to Jeremy at one point. I think sometimes the drums, like because he's going so fast, he has a disadvantage with like hitting symbols, like with the power he wants to. Oh, like, yeah, that was yeah. like a tap. <laughs> he <laughs> does like, do like, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if that's like because he's necessarily going so fast, but also if it's like a stylistic thing. Maybe. Well, for because, me, what I can tell is it's like an inconsistent problem. Like he'll be going oh, like, okay. <laughs> like he'll like okay, jump yeah, over, yeah. and then like a couple of them will be like really weak because yeah, he's okay, just yeah, like yeah, so yeah, fast yeah. jumping around. <laughs> but I'm like, I mean, it's just what's gonna fucking happen when you're yeah. going that fucking fast. Um, I understood more albums or more words on this album than I thought I was going to. Um, I didn't care for his rap screaming when he would actually like do a long scream or something. Mm-hmm. I thought it was super cool. I thought he did yeah. really good ones. But like, I don't care for rap much as a whole. So mm-hmm. then, like, trying to put a scream on it, it kind of sounded like was he inhale screaming? So his okay that one's a weird one i did i I didn't send the video of my teacher doing it because i didn't want to like flood you guys with videos because it's an easy band to do it with so i wanted to and plus it's kind of interesting but when he's doing his fast stuff that is fry but when he's doing kind of like the atmospheric like long scream those usually are inhales okay like the pterodactyl kind of sounding yeah stuff like yeah stuff it was is more kind of, like his rapping stuff because it was just like it sounded so like barely there sometimes yeah, for me yeah. That like i didn't like that feeling i was getting from it but like yeah i just liked it more when he was loud doing the, that screaming and mm-hmm. part of it, i think i said it's just i don't really care for rap so it's kind of just like yeah and like one thing for example in um the song calamus will animate how it starts off with the and he's rapping along with it. That is a direct ripoff from the song Stamina by Tech Nine. Like they even said it. They're like, like they, they like released it on Facebook and they're like, guys, like this and send it to Tech Nine. We want him to hear this song because we directly ripped it off <laughs> and like shit like that. But like I said, like kind of how the band started um, was the drummer hit up the singer and was like, hey, can you go fast? And he was like, what do you mean? Like, like how fast? And then he sent him a bunch of tech nine and the singer was like, no, I can't do that, but I can try to get as close as possible. And so that's kind of how it started. And the Um, good morning, handsome. That's the singer, right? Yes. Yeah. That's the vocalist. I did also watch one. I didn't watch one of the live videos and I was started the bassist video, but I had to leave for work. So I never got back to it, but I did also watch, um, one of the videos with the guitarist and his wife. Oh yeah. I dude, Dean lamb. He's like, you probably would appreciate it a lot more since I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to guitar, but his videos are so fucking funny. I love that dude. Yeah. That's funny how shit they were giving each other. Yeah. yeah. His wife, well, his wife has like, I'm pretty sure a master's in classical guitar. Like she would like put hmm. fucking full in school. Yeah. They were for doing it. a little bit more harmonic stuff than I would, <clears throat> excuse me, than I would really do. It was just like a lot of kind of over that. <laughs> Fair enough. But, but um, damn, there was one other thing I was going to mention. Uh, if I don't remember what it was exactly. Sorry about no, the singer or about um, the band because you were talking about how oh, they got started. You, yeah, did you watch? Uh, so the <clears throat> live video was it? Did you watch the Archbire like fastest band in the world shreds? 
Did you watch that Let one? Let me see which yeah. one it was. Okay. It was yeah. like the goofy fucking. Right. Yeah. Okay. It, you would have known because it's so funny. Like, that's the thing that I appreciate as far as their personality goes. Going back to like the good morning handsome is they legit do not give a fuck. Like that video that I sent you was. Yeah, that's the official. one I didn't watch. That's the one. I okay, that one's a, a joke video. Like you should still oh, watch it because okay. it's super funny because it's literally it starts off. And they're like, OK, yeah, we're Archfire. We're going to slow it down. Like and you're like, oh, shit. Like it's going to get crazy. And then it starts off and it's him just going. Blah, 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 like into the microphone and then you, they're actually playing but it's like all dubbed over and the drums are like and then you hear the bass like like in the back and it's just so fucking weird but it makes me laugh every time because it's one of their most popular videos and i totally saw a video of like some dude some dudes reacting to it and they're like oh shit like we're gonna get into it and they start playing it and they're just like the fuck is happening like the, the dude's like i could obviously tell that they're like prodigy people like they're playing crazy shit but like what is going on and dude it's so funny like and that's just the type of people they are they just fucking don't give a shit don't take themselves seriously like that's just uh, i love that aspect of them so much but yes. anyway sorry to go back no, to that's what pretty you're... much it like so i overall thought they were one of your better picks that I enjoyed more. So. Nice. I'm glad you enjoyed it because, yeah, it's really fast. And it's one of those things like I was hoping you guys were going to like it more because you do like this genre. But like if you just show someone who doesn't listen to like rock or metal at all, you show that they're like, this means nothing to me. It's, Whereas like it's someone who does fast, actually listen yeah. to that stuff, you're like, oh, yeah, this oh, is impressive. Like basically screaming at my phone and tablet every time I watched um, when the, uh, the drummer's China symbol was like torn apart. Oh, yeah. I was like, no, I hate that shit so much. Anytime we got a, new, a symbol that cracked, I just like instantly was in a bad mood. His were always like, fucked. <laughs> we got but. we purposely got like really high end symbols so we wouldn't have to like keep buying replacements. Yeah, it happened all the time. I, I honestly think it might be some sort of like stylistic thing because sometimes it is. Yeah. Yeah. Because definitely you look at his and you're like, that's mutilated. Like what? So yeah, but, sometimes people like the sound of it. I can't stand the fucking sound of a broken symbol. It, ugh. I mean, ugh. that's that's fair. <laughs> I'm curious to see what you think. Uh, these guys were fucking fantastic. Um, nice. I loved everything about it. Like, it, uh, I, it was easy that the album was only 30 minutes because every time the album yeah, ended, I was short. like, oh, oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think I listened to it like five times, six times. Oh, which is easy to nice. do when it's that yeah. when it's that short. Um. I don't know what all to say because there's just so much fucking going on. But I mean, yeah, uh, they're fucking talented as fuck. And like, I love the, the, the fast speaking Mm. and tying that in like his syllables with like certain rhythms and all that that was was fucking wonderful. (laughs) So I loved all of that Um, for, for, I, I can't tell you why, but for some reason his singing didn't fucking anger me. Like I, I was so intrigued with what the band was doing and going back and forth that I was absolutely fine with it. His background, whatever the fuck that was that he was able to do with those pterodactyl screams. Every time he did, I was like, fuck you. How the fuck are you doing this? Like he yeah. was doing so like, it's like when you mentioned before that you heard people do screaming and you hear them only do two things and you're like, yeah, but there's so much more. Mm-hmm. This guy was like, um, just fucking all over the place. I love that. And he reminded me because I don't listen to metal much anymore, but he mm. reminded me how much I loved that fucking vomit noise. 
Yeah. And I forgot about that until they, they ended the song or they went out with, they threw with him going, Ooh. Oh, yeah, and then it would bleh. start again, and then yeah. you go back, and then we go back. And I was like, "That's fucking badass." His are my favorite. His are my favorite. Yeah, he did. Yeah, and I was like, "Ooh, there's those ones." Yeah. Yeah. And I and I loved it when he did that because it was so sharp and so abrupt with their timing and their fucking rhythm on how they like mm-hmm. the the practicing that they must have to do, even to do that in the studio was fucking insane. Because it sounded like he was getting ready to start that vomit sound, and someone smacked him in the back of the head. It was just like. Bleh! Like really, yeah, fast. I was like, holy shit! Because it would just catch me off guard every time it came. Um, the That's guitars are fucking. I'm trying to practice, and it's fucking hard. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> like, yeah, it's crazy. Like, and and there was times where they were going, and they were going, and it was fucking heavy, and I loved it. And it reminded me so much of Metalocalypse that mm-hmm. I was like laughing at myself, like listening <laughs> to the band, because I was listening to them and all I could hear in my head was, I'm so fucking tough. I'm so fucking tough. That's right. I'm so fucking tough. I'm so fucking tough. That's right. And that's what I kept hearing. I was like, this is fucking great. And I just kept like laughing, like hearing them go. So, um, see, and if you were to tell them that, they would fucking love that. They would probably die laughing because that's, that's, that's just the type of people they are. Yeah. That's, that's all I could think of was that yeah. fucking song that they turned into a couple of those Batman videos and shit like that. And that, that was um but it was great like i i put this album on um sorry i thought we stopped recording for a second and we didn't we're good ah. uh, um, uh so i even put it on for my son and then taught my son how to mosh and we were like stomping around the room and like pushing each other around <laughs> yeah, so awesome. it was it was just fun it's the same thing these aren't guys that i would like buy on vinyl mm-hmm. but it was yeah, it was really fun to listen to. The screaming didn't bother me at all. All the stuff that he did um was was pretty awesome. And yeah, I know I had I had stuff on here because you were talking about how um um the yeah, relentless mutation for me, like that was my favorite too. Yeah. Cause that was like their Holland's opus of like, this is mm-hmm. everything that we know how to do. And they put it all into one song. So you heard the cool bass shit, that weird pterodactyl screaming in the background while yeah. the, the guitarists were doing something else. Like that was like, it was like all their songs led up to that point. And then they were like, yeah, this is what we can do. And then everything went after that. Um, with that um, song, with the bass, I initially was like, is that bass or is that just cause they have like an eight string? You know, so, I was yeah. like really confused. And then I watched the video. Like, okay. So it is him. Got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Um, I will also admit the only words that I was able to get that I can understand he was saying is just because it was a title name of the, of the song <laughs> was remote tumor seeker. Cause he really? kept saying that at the end. And that like the seventh time he said, it, I was like, Oh, he's saying that. I, oh, Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's <laughs> yeah, the name I would of the get song that on every song. I'd get the title somewhere. Yeah. I, some I was going to say relentless mutation. You'd probably get cause yep. it says that over and over. Um, relentless <laughs> mutation was a tie with me with um, Calamus will animate because Calamus mm-hmm. will animate was just fucking sick. Dude, the guitars like, are so them catchy. Doing, did them oh. doing the abrupt stuttering mm-hmm. and then him putting his vocals over the top of it. Like um, I heard that the first time and I was like, what the fuck? And I started the song over yeah. and then did it again and then did it a third time. Cause I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And that was the interesting part about this band was um, it wasn't just listening to it all the way through. There was times where I would hear something and then immediately click back 15 seconds and go, what the fuck was that? And then listen mm-hmm. to it again. So it was like a lot of just intrigue and um, they like, yeah, bringing back the, the, the little vomit hiccup like that. I, I just forgot that that even existed because bands like kill switch do that very rarely. Mm-hmm. And it was mostly Howard Jones that did it, but his was more of a high pitched, more of a yeah, like yeah, all the way up yeah. instead of that down low vomit kind of thing. 
Um, so yeah, all of that was it. It was it was cool. So I'm kind of curious because obviously Liam said he's not a fan of rap. What do you do? You like rap hip hop? Like I uh, yes, but I'm just as picky about it, if not more picky about it, than I am about metal. Okay, because like, I'm. I like it as well, but I'm also super picky. Like, I'm not saying we have like the same taste in it, yeah. but like there's, you know, like a month where I won't listen to any metal and I'm just listening to like rap and hip hop and stuff. And like, yeah, I, I can't say that I dive into it that much. If I listen to rap and hip hop, it's stuff from the eighties and nineties. Cause that's when, you know, mm-hmm. I remembered it the most. That's Some of when, the new that, rap that's, sucks, that's when I thought a lot of it had hit its peak. Like when rap and hip hop was really good. Um, so as far as anything that's newer, that's out there, I can't think of anyone, like I've listened to some Eminem here and there, or when he comes out mm. with a new album, I'll listen to a couple tracks and he kind of always has my attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, but other than that, yeah, I, 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 I can't say that I, like, I don't purposely sit down and listen to hip hop and rap unless it's something that's like, you know, back in okay. the day. Um, I was just curious because, yeah. you know, obviously there's a lot of influence. I do there. have Snoop Dogg's doggy style and uh <laughs> doctor and Dr. Dre's the chronic on vinyl. Well, I mean, like, so, but same thing. Those are, those yeah. are old school for me because those are shit, like though. some of the originals of, of who started the cool gangster shit. So, um, you know, easy E and, uh, NWA and stuff like that. Like yeah. all those guys I enjoy, but I, I haven't heard, I've had a lot of people send me newer hip hop and be like, you got to hear this. Like to say it work does that sometimes. And I'm like, neat. And I'll get 20 like, seconds nope. in. And I'm like, I, I, I no, no. Yeah, like, I would never I just can't do it. So it's yeah. hard. It's I'm really no picky about it. I'm not really into rap, so I wouldn't really take your recommendations. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll, I might do some like here and there. But yeah, again, I'm like fairly picky, but there might be some new stuff you'd like. But I do actually have. Oh, some... and I'm a big Wu Tang fan. Okay. Wu Tang's the shit. I need to check more of them out. That's like the uh, one I've I have. I have their um their album, uh, The 36 Chambers. I have that on vinyl because it's just okay. so fucking good. I still want to listen to a vinyl, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah, we can set something up someday and then talk about it on the podcast where maybe I can have you guys over for dinner one night or something like that, maybe during spring break. And we can I can let you guys each like pick an album or agree on one album or something like yeah, that. Something. And we can listen to it. And then you, or maybe you guys can listen to it like digitally beforehand mm-hmm. and then come over and listen to it on vinyl. And then we can talk about it on the podcast. Like if you hear any differences or maybe you don't or fucking whatever. I'm down. Okay. So yeah. um, I did have the cool, cool facts about the band. So uh, you asked last time when they, uh, when they came out. And yeah. so they came out originally in 2007, but it was under a different name. Uh, I forgot to jot it down, but 2009 is when they officially started and they got the name. Uh, oh, and by Fire. the way, I loved the fucking Jason Momoa video. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hyping awesome. up the singer and he was like, you guys got to fucking listen to this shit. I like, <laughs> if I was a band and Jay, like, I'd be shooting that thing. I like every other month. I'd be like, Dude. by the way, here's a reminder. Here's what Jason Momoa thought we were awesome. Like, I would yeah, be using right, the fuck yeah. out of that like, thing. Legit, that's like Jason crazy. Momoa's favorite band. Like, yeah. he fucking loves them, uh, which, yeah, I thought was really cool. Um, but cool thing. So the, the Calamus will animate that part with the taps, like the, so this album was recorded here in Denver. Um, it was at flatline studios. Is that where they're from? No, they're actually Canadian, but what I found out with the vocal video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're from Vancouver, but the dude who runs flatline audio where it was recorded is Dave Otero. And I actually found out about him because of his YouTube channel and he Mm -hmm. does like random stuff like, not in depth producership, but sort of. And I found out that, dude, like some, all of my favorite bands go to him to re- produce their shit. And like, as you can tell, the Archfire production is fucking incredible because it has to be, or else the song will get muddied with all the notes and shit, you right. know? Like, yeah. like I love his style. And 
he actually took the band and they went out shooting like, you know, up in the foothills or wherever. And uh, he was like, wait, I have an idea. And he recorded them shooting guns. And then that's what they used in that beginning of Calamus Way Animate. That's actually them doing gunshots. It's just, you know, tweaked oh, a little nice. bit into the rhythm of, you know, the. OK, uh, but yeah, so that was really cool. Um, so, yeah, Ed, I, I, I need to find his YouTube channel. Like maybe I'll send it in the group chat. But yeah, I started like watching his YouTube channel and that's how I found out about it. Like another band, which I know, no, I'll probably do an album on is a cattle decapitation. He did their new album. Like he's done a lot of them. I like, that's where I'd probably want to record if I could like ever, you know, it's pretty sick. Um, that was kind of actually the only quick fact I had. Okay. But, yeah. Awesome. Oh, oh, actually I wanted to talk about the lyrics though. Did you happen to look up the lyrics? No lyrics. I was going to today, but I ran out of time. It's all good. So, I kind of got it how like I said that it was one entire long story. It is sort of, but I, I understated it. So his their album that came out before this also is the same. Like he's basically creating part, one, part two, huh? A part one, part two. Not really part one, part two. He's trying to create his own mythos essentially with these mm-hmm. albums. Like, oh, okay. As you can maybe you saw like some of the lyrics for in that video, the lyric video he did. Yeah. So he talks about the om a lot the AUM and basically that's like a cult that found this like dark matter essentially like from like the old gods like centuries ago. Okay. And then they use it to start experimenting on people. And so that like in, for example, in remote, like it says half the brain renames itself remote tumor seeker. And it's because like they're doing these experiments on people and it's literally like taking over their body essentially like in remote tumor seeker, the whole song is about like, half of his brain like almost getting split into like its own like separate personality essentially and like half the brain is the prey half the brain is the hunter and he's like it's fucking driving him insane and stuff because it's like this ongoing battle but it's like all in his head and like just crazy shit like that and like i like i can't do it justice for how fucking well this album is written because like it's honestly kind of above my like comprehension as far as like the homage to like Lovecraft. He's trying to pull off. He's almost like writing his own like Cthulhu mythos. Right. Like Lovecraft did. And so in his first album, which or not first album, his second album, which relates to this one, I'll probably pick that one. Cause my all time favorite songs on that album, it's not even on this one. Um, but they've mentioned the arm um, and like the cult trying to do all these experiments on people. And so like the songs are just, kind of like the different perspectives of like these people on this fucking camp that are all getting experimented on and like all this crazy shit that's happening. It's, okay. So yeah, very, like and cool that's story. why, huh? It's a cool story. It yeah. Like. It's a really cool story. And so that's why I like, I thought it was so fucking funny when I sent that video of the good morning, handsome because of that joke. Where you're just like, Star I fuck, Wars one. Yeah. I fucking hate Star Wars. Cause it's just sci-fi mm. for Christians. Like it's so funny because like, uh, I, like, you know, I, I don't hate Star Wars or anything, but like that style of sci-fi writing that he's doing, like Star Wars is such sci-fi. a is just such a G-rated version comparatively. Oh, that's sure. why it's, it's so kids, funny. For sure. George yeah, Lucas yeah. always said that. He's like, this is for kids. Yeah, no, it's just <laughs> that's why it's so funny. Like, yeah, obviously. But yeah, um, yeah, he's they're all super into sci-fi. Like even the Dean Lamb guy that you checked out his YouTube channel, like 
you'll see like Bloodborne or Dark Souls shit in the background. And yeah, like, it made me wonder if he was shitting on uh, Star Wars as a joke or if that's how he like really feels about Star Wars, which either way is fine with me. I don't care. Honestly, but I was could, curious about like if that was like, you know, some some him him like speaking some truth or if that was just like he was, you know, honestly, just trying I, to be funny I feel like it show. could go either way with him. Probably. Like, Right. You know, I just really don't. Yeah, know. you're right. It is kind of like he does. Like it is kind of a kid's thing. I mean, there's yeah. so many adults that love it because they were all kids when they saw it when it first came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. When so their kids all, watch it when they're kids you know, and if they still grow up like nowadays watching them. Right. So then they just love it the same. Did you guys mm-hmm. ever see? Do, do you, are you guys familiar at all with uh, Triumph, the inf- the insult dog? No, it was a, a, a Conan O'Brien character that he always done. The Conan O'Brien show was, was mm. a puppet. That's a that's a Rottweiler that has a cigar in his mouth. Okay. Does that sound familiar at all? No, like vaguely. I mean, like I'll, have to, I'll have to lend yeah. you guys the DVD, or maybe okay. if I find it on YouTube, I'll send it to you. But there's one. He basically just goes around insulting people, and that's what makes him funny. And there's an episode where he goes to a Star Wars convention and just starts shitting on these people, and it's fucking <laughs> Star hilarious. Celebration? Yeah, and he goes, he goes oh, up so to, fun. he goes up to a guy <laughs> that's wearing a Darth Vader costume, very well done Darth Vader costume. And he's like, explain your costume to me. And he's like, and he's like, what's all these buttons do on your fucking chest? He's like, well, this one's for breathing. This one. And he's like, which one calls your mom to pick you up? You fucking fag. And like, so it's like, it's so good. And then they have this one part of it where he goes, Oh, look who showed up. And it's a guy dressed up as Spock and he's flipping everybody off, walking through the star Wars crowd. And they're all like, boo. And they're all lighting up their lightsabers to kill him and shit. It's, yeah, it's hilarious. That that sounds just, pretty just me of that. The star Wars celebration, the coolest Darth Vader cosplay I saw was the um somebody made a suit that was the like original concept art for Darth Vader. Have you oh, seen okay. that one? Yeah. With the like really long narrow face and stuff. It was really cool. And it had like the blue instead of the silver on his shoulder pads and whatnot. Yeah, I saw really cool. I saw someone at um at, at Denver Comic Con one time that did a Darth Vader suit, but it was the the helmet was um looked like it was cut in half or burned, and then he did like scars and burns all over the other side of his face. So he did like a half and half, and that was cool. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, that would be shit. That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that looks sick. That looks sick. Yeah, there were some other really good ones, like uh, some like two people, um, you know those like blow up T Rex costumes. Oh yeah, yeah. They got like two, a red one and a blue one, and then they got a red lightsaber and a blue lightsaber, and they were like <laughs> running around. <laughs> uh, that's saw, pretty good. Uh, a Jedi Gizmo. <laughs> uh, did you see that new Mountain Dew commercial? It's got Gizmo in it. I did actually. I fucking love that commercial. That's great because I love it. And they <laughs> even got that it. guy in it that was yeah, in the original like, Gremlins. Oh shit, that's him. That made me wonder. I'm like, are they making a new Gremlins movie? Is that what's going on? Because they had that, the, and I, I loved that goth that walked in the room and had the little gizmo, the little goth gizmo, and even the goth gizmo <laughs> rolled its eyes like a fucking goth kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so fucking funny. See, here's how I feel about a uh, Gremlins remake. Did you ever see those? By the way, Kirk, the I, yeah, Gremlins I've seen movies. Both of them. Both okay, of them? okay cool. I need yeah. to get the second one. Then I don't need to put that on the list. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I love the idea of it, but they would ruin it because it would be a CGI fested movie. What makes that movie wonderful is that they're puppets. Well, what makes the any of those movies from that era wonderful was because they did real special effects. That's what makes them wonderful. So, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not I wouldn't be if they were going to redo it and actually do some puppeteering, then. Yeah, they great. go for it. But don't just make and it I a CGI don't, and, I, and I would want them to make it still silly and funny, yeah. not 
I don't want them to scare the shit out of me because it already did a little bit when I was a kid. <laughs> so Dude. like Gremlin yeah. set in the fear for Furbies. You remember Furbies? Oh, yeah. Dude, those Dude, things are creepy had, as fuck. They had Mogwai Furbies. Oh, did they really? Yeah. I didn't know that. All I know is mine would always fucking turn on in the middle of the night with the batteries um, taken out. I'm like, what the I, fuck I is happening? I haven't shown it to her yet. Alan wants to watch the second one. And I'm like, it's different. It's because you were listening to that devil music. That's yeah, that's, yeah. It's different. I still love the second movie, but you have to look at it in a completely different fashion what do you think of that one the second one yeah i love it just as much as the first one yeah, it's just okay. a different feel yeah, it's, exactly it's, you just have to approach it differently but it's, it's still great it's just it's just them taking the characters and just being even sillier with it the first one was so much more like serious like these guys are going to fuck everything up they're eating people and yeah. the second one was just like oh they're just going to fuck up this whole building and they're just going to you know what i mean like so yeah it was just yeah. more fun well, and i was always confused because his neighbors don't they get killed and then they're in the second movie I don't, I, I don't have to watch him again. In the sure. first one, I'm pretty sure his neighbor is like, he takes his tractor that, or they take the tractor and drive it through the house and like into them. But maybe. And then the scene yeah. cuts as it's like approaching. And the only thing them. I remember for sure is them making that old lady in that chair that's on the thing. Then the <laughs> yeah, chair shoot, out, shoot her out the fucking window. <laughs> yeah. That's the only and thing I remember as far as that, killing somebody. They, uh, cut the brake wires on the cops. So then the cops couldn't stop and did a flip. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And then being in the fucking movie theater, watching Snow White, White. all, all, all singing, singing hi ho, hi ho. Like, uh, yeah, it's just classic. It's just so much fun. It's a wonderful movie. So, wonderful. yeah, that won't be on the list then since you've already we watched seen that it. for Christmas. <laughs> that is a Christmas movie that I should probably yeah. start watching more. Cool. All right. All right. Well, then, uh, if that's it, it's going to be Jeremy's pick this week. Right. Right. Okay. So, I get into that brain space for a second. Okay. So, um, I knew I wanted to pull something that was nineties rock, but I didn't know like what it was because there's literally like a fucking scroll. Yeah. You nineties bands that I love from the nineties. Yeah. So, and, the, and then you're talking about like nineties grunge and then nineties rock and then nineties alternative and like, you know, so many different yep. things came. So I picked a band that is just straight nineties rock. I'm expecting both of you not to like this. And that's totally fine because this is going to be my gauge on where I can go from here on what kind of nineties rock I can suggest to whether if I'm actually going to be like wasting your guys' time or if you're actually going to enjoy it or not, because these guys are just playlist. No, this is going to be, it's, it's a greatest hits album. Okay. So okay. it has, it, I was going to choose one of their albums that's called throwing copper that came out in 1994. That's actually like one of my most favorite albums of theirs. Um, but this has all those songs on it that I love from throwing copper. Plus it's got some of their other stuff that came out uh, in the nineties. Um, one of their love songs they came out with that I absolutely love called turn my head. And then they also do at the end of the um, greatest hits, they do one of my top three, um, Johnny cash covers that I've loved forever. And they do a cover of, of, of walk the line that I really enjoy. Okay. Um, so they're called live is the name of the band. Um, I, there's nothing really special that I can tell you about them. I can't be like, these guys are super intricate and they're amazing. And they're, you know, they're just awesome fucking nineties rock. I love the singer's voice. Um, it's really unique and uh, he doesn't do anything. I think that's like, amazing and screams and you know uh uh anything that's like opera or anything like that but the guys just got a great voice they started this band when they were 13 oh, damn. and oh, then damn. like kept playing with each other after that and then you know got famous and got like they first came out in 91 is it awake the best of life yep 
Awake the Best of Live is is what is what it's going to be on there. Um, I've seen them live before and they fucking kick ass. They don't run around everywhere on stage and jump on shit and break their guitars, but they just have a great kind of live performance. I'll probably send you guys a couple of videos that are um, them doing an MTV Unplugged in like the mid 90s. Um, cause that was really cool to see too. But other than that, like there's nothing crazy special about them. They're just straight nineties rock. They do some really soft stuff, some heavier stuff. And by heavier stuff, it's nowhere near metal. It's just nineties <laughs> yeah. rock, but I think they're really good at carrying melodies, carrying harmonies, carrying just, I think that together as a whole, they just, they do some really cool stuff. So that'll be what the pick is. Cool. Nice. And we'll go from there. And then depending on how you guys hate it, like it, whatever it is, that'll at least give me a little bit of a gauge of like knowing what bands I can cross off the list because that either came out around that time or do kind of some of the same stuff. Then I can be like, all right, I'll say that for myself and and move on to like other 90s stuff instead or, you know, whatever down the line. Cool. Sounds good. All right. Well, do you guys have anything else you wanted to bring up or anything? I don't think so. Um, Where are you at with Dexter, by the way? Oh damn! We keep forgetting about fucking Dexter. Yeah, all the time. I thought so, about it real quick while we still have some a few minutes. I am. I about, am pushing for it though. She wants to watch Sinner. Just saying. <laughs> right. I mean, that's fair. And right. I'm sure Sinner is good, but yeah, definitely Dexter would be sweet because, like, I want to get into more of this shit with you because right now I am in like halfway through season six. I think season six. Okay, and, and what's happening again in season six? I mean, I could be wrong on the season, but it's the one with the religious fanatic who's like all about the apocalypse and the end of the world. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. That was awesome. There's like Um, the young dude and the old dude. Yeah. So the young dude, that's Tom Hanks son. Huh? So that's really cool. I forgot his name. And then the old dude is um, like an awesome fucking actor from the eighties. He was in that movie. Stand by me. I don't know if you ever saw that. There'll probably another movie I'll put on the list. The guy with the glasses. Yeah. I love him. He's Um, awesome. Yeah. He's an awesome, awesome actor. And I love even, even they even make fun of him, of course, because they fucking make fun of everybody, Mm -hmm. but they make fun of that movie and that actor in South park. When, uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw the episode where Cartman is like teaching a class of like troubled youth kids. Mm -hmm. And he's actually wearing the, the big glasses and like (laughs) the hair down in front of his face and even talks like him. Cause the guy is, he's a, uh, a Mexican actor, mm. but they nail him perfectly. Cause every time he does like Carmen puts his head and he goes, how am I going to reach these kids? Oh, I remember and that episode yeah, now. That's okay. them making fun of that movie. Stand by me. But that, yeah, that actor is, he's awesome. So yeah, did you ever watch sure the by Lost Boy sequels? Yeah. I, I watched them all one time just cause I was like, Oh, these are all on Netflix. So I'll just see. Or maybe it's stand and deliver. I don't remember. It was some, some, some movies, something was standing in it. Was, oh, yeah. If it's not Stand By Me, then it's a completely different person. It might be. It might. Uh, I'd have to look uh, it up real quick. Because he's also in The Lost Boys. He's one of the kids that um, hunts the vampires. Um, yeah, maybe. I'm, I'm looking it up right now just to see if I can. Um, While you're looking that up. He's awesome. <laughs> I just want to say, yeah, that their dynamic is fucking awesome. And like the shit that they're doing. Like, I like how Dexter's like, he's like, oh, this is the first time I've like encountered someone who's killing for a purpose. You know, yeah. instead of like his own individual gain, like, and the fact that, uh, in the, like they bring out those those bodies on the horses that they had assembled. Okay, uh, Corey that part Feldman. Was sick. This guy. No, no, uh, uh, Corey Feldman is not at all him. It's Edward James Olmos. Um, and the, the movie I'm thinking of is Stand and Deliver. 
is what it's called. Not Stand By Me. Stand By Me is also <laughs> a great movie. Um, but this is um, oh, stand, stand and Deliver I've seen is what guy. I'm thinking okay. of. Um, oh, but, from Battlestar Galactica. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Edward James almost has been in all kinds of shit. But, yeah, one of my favorite actors. But, yeah. So, yeah, that's a fucking great season. Dude, uh, yeah, it's, it's really good. Oh. I keep such different people. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> At least we got satisfied. But the... um. I don't want to spoil anything, but the ending of that season is fucking like. I'm yeah. down. I'm down. There's going to be some reveals that are fucking awesome. That, yeah. Yeah, it's like one of those shows, too, where like I keep watching it and I'm like, man, that was a really good season. Like, I don't know if this next season will like necessarily be as good. And then I'm like, damn, this season's really fucking good. Yeah. It just keeps <laughs> yeah, happening. Then they just top it and top yeah. it. And top. That's why I'm hoping that eventually you guys start watching it so we can start talking about some things that would be huge spoilers and then. I know. Um, yeah, stuff like that. Well, yeah, we only have one season of us that to watch. So the center. Yeah. yeah. How many episodes are in that? I think only like eight. Oh, you guys I, could get through that. I could be wrong. I mean, the thing is that we don't consistently <laughs> watch, but with the time change, like we were talking at work, I'll probably get home earlier. So I probably will watch more stuff coming this summer. Okay. So just to recap, we're not reading any uh, comics this week, right? I'll start you guys Contagion. Are, you're what? Yeah. You're going to read Contagion, but then you're going to watch Predator. Yes. And then we're going to all convene next week yeah, and, and go if, over those if things. If you want, I'm totally down to watch that. Okay. So if you just want to watch it, just let me know. <laughs> all right. I'll let you know. I think Can't I have this the first one. one. I'll have to check and see because I, 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 I kind of enjoy the second one too, at least bits and pieces of it. But yeah, maybe like so I'll watch it. a Sunday night if you want or any other night potentially that you're not closing, but you close a lot, right? Yeah. I could do like maybe or maybe Monday Tuesday before. or Wednesday. Maybe Monday before. I can't do Wednesday this week, but we'll talk about it later. Okay. We'll All right. All right. Well, then All let's right. do that. Yeah. Then we'll see you guys next week. Sweet. Uh, thanks again. Uh, it's another episode of uh, Two Sticks and a Stone. I'm Jeremy Shaw. I'm Liam Flynn. I'm Kirk Felberg. See you guys later. Bye.